to the ether today is friday february 3rd 2023 today on the ether musions friday night squad space featuring stargaze kingdoms let's take a listen all right so the message has been sent out alerts are out there um thanks everybody for joining it's been a minute since we've had some spaces uh i think the last one we did was probably mid to end of december so it's been quite some time <laughs> since we've had one of these. Uh, I know we've been taking uh, kind of a break that uh, that's over now, but uh, we definitely needed some time to uh, kind of recharge and just focus on uh, life itself. Because like, uh, like many people, this isn't their primary source of income. This isn't their full day job. Uh, and there is something that they do on this, as their full-time job. So it uh, definitely requires some focus to get going there. But tonight's space is a celebratory space here for Stargaze Kingdoms. Uh, I've always felt uh, especially close to you guys because we did launch at roughly the same time while the market uh, was kind of scraping the bottom there. Uh, and I'm really, really happy for you guys that you sold out. I know you put a ton of work into these things, and it's been amazing seeing you guys grow it uh, in the project, in the community, everything. So I just want to say a major shout out to you guys. Congratulations on the sellout. That's freaking awesome to see. Oh, thanks. I uh, appreciate it. It's, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's been quite a while since, uh, we launched, uh, I think, um, end of July. Yeah, I think it was like a, the week before, after you did, or maybe it was the like two weeks. It was something like that. But yeah, I remember, uh, yeah, you launched at like when stars was like all time low. If I, <laughs> if I remember right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then we launched like like the next week after, and uh, <laughs> probably not the best time to launch, honestly. But you know, it is what it is, and uh, yeah, you know, we just hung in there, you know, just creating new things. Uh, you know, we we did like the the airdrops for like the holidays and stuff. Uh, we made the Christmas collection. Uh, you know, so we we were really just trying to you know build up interest in the project and you know say you know show that we're still here and because you know there, there's so many projects that like you know if they don't mint on like the first couple of weeks they just or even or even like the like honestly like the first couple of days they kind of just abandoned it I mean, I mean there's been so many um i know one of the big ones is like loopy lorries I, I know everyone remembers that one but I mean, you also got like like other projects that just you know didn't mint out, and you know they they had a lot of potential, and you know they just pack up or just disappear and whatnot. But you know, we we really believe in stargates. I know we've talked about this a lot in the past in the other spaces, but you know, 
uh, I feel like a lot of it is small creators that we just have to prove that, you know, we're here for the long haul and that we're just not here to make a quick buck and run as we've seen, you know, with quite a few projects, unfortunately, you know, in the past, but you know, I, I, everything just happened so quick. <laughs> and like one day we were, I think, uh, 70%. And then the next, it was like 90. And then it just kind of snowballed after that. And it went, <laughs> went really quick. <laughs> yeah, people kind of see that momentum going of like, uh, they they check on it one day and it's like, oh, okay, it's somewhere like 60 something. Like, oh, I'll keep my eye on that. And they check it two days later and it's at 90. And they're like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> gotta buy it right now <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and uh yeah it, it it was it was pretty incredible to see like i just started seeing like messages like all over the discords i'm in like uh like uh like the crowned apes like i saw all of them just like started aping in and on it and you know since i'm part of that you know i just kind of like talking to them about it too and everything and it was just really cool to see <laughs> it was just unexpected like so we were like I think it was like 11.30 and I was just getting ready for bed and then I just see like all these messages pop up like oh I saw the baddies and I can't believe I've never seen these on the launch pad and yeah it, it was nuts and it's such a cool project too because there's so many different designs that went into this that are all animated uh, and this uh, you know, I know you've discussed this at length but just in case uh, if anybody's not familiar w- with the story can you give us some some details on the collection itself on how many different uh, traits and animations and kind of the the process behind creating one of these uh, sure well actually you know Reggie should get up here too I know he's in the audience you know he could also help fill in any gaps I miss um, so yeah so originally you know we, we started creating these back I want to say back in maybe early March, mid-March, something like that. <clears throat> and uh, we created like, you know, Reggie, like I said, it would be better if he explained this process. But um, yeah, uh, you know, he, he did some designs because we, we, we work together. So we, we have a lot of time to discuss things, you know, using company time to work on our NFT project, right? So um, yeah, we, we would talk about it all day because you know, we love Stargaze. We're both really, you know, I guess kind of Stargaze degens at this point. I don't know. But, you know, we, you know, we, we saw a lot of things like in like, like projects we've minted with that we were just kind of disappointed, like how it turned out. For example, um, you have uh, star students and they unfortunately, like they had like such a cool idea. You know, they were, I, I felt like they scratched an itch in the Stargaze community that you know people kind of really resonated with because there's not there wasn't a lot of like anime based projects at the time and i feel like that was kind of a like like i said a niche in the community that was really you know people really wanted it after going through i I don't remember at the time like it seems like stargaze goes in like waves like something becomes trendy and then you see a bunch of projects like that right (laughs) so anyways we you know, Reggie did some, you know, came up with some ideas. Well, why don't you explain it? I, I see you're a speaker now. Like some of the things you kind of came up with. I remember like an ape. Um, like like one of our original ideas I, I kind of came up with or I kind of thought was like, because Reggie found like like this, I don't know, like this ape character. And we thought maybe we could do something based off of that. So we, we kind of thought like a, like a Mario Party type of 
like character where you would have like like the offshoot of like donkey kong and mario and luigi and stuff like that and they would hold like different items so that was kind of like one of our original ideas um you want to chime in reggie uh yeah sure can you guys hear me yeah all right um yeah well squad and how's it going everybody thank you all for stopping by but um yeah no the initial concept was very very different i know that a few a few of the people that were there early on hi john scc uh graphene um mike f were one of the few they'd actually seen the concept of like the art of where we started i know we ended up having like the monkey like uh scooby set then we were trying to do like a knockoff of mario then we ended up even with a t-rex at one point uh, but uh yeah no but then from there we ended up going with the i think it was a day of the dead in mexico the skeletons and I started designing more, playing around with a skeleton. And when I show Scooby, he's like, oh, okay. So like like an RPG. And I'm like, no, I wasn't thinking about that, but sure. So that's where the idea came with the whole skeletons, humans, goblins, and elves. And if you look at what has been minted out as a number one, the ancient bones, that was essentially, actually the second version of a skeleton but it was the first version of what you know became uh stargaze kingdoms and we came in uh, you know across a few issues with the design and i ended up doing it again and we ended up where we're at now with you know as a base so that was been more or less a trajectory from start to end and i, I think that, that might have been like you know uh, maybe about a month's worth of, of time that we would just playing around with ideas of what we could do and what we would come up with. That's incredible to, to hear the progression of that. It's uh, the first time I actually heard that. So I, I remember um, you guys talking before about uh, when you animate these things, or I guess I should start off with uh, the decision was made to animate these things uh, when the collection was essentially done. Could you, uh, could you weigh into that? Yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I've told this story in the past. Um, but so, so, you know, we, you know, we, we didn't know we were going to, when we were going to get a launch pack because I'm sure, you know, any of the creators, um, here that launched before they started doing the community vote, you had to be selected by the Stargaze team because before that, um, I, this was like, I think maybe the second or third week, um, like graphene were probably no better than I do, but <clears throat> when I, like they started doing like 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 vote buying for for the community vote so that's when they stopped the book because it was getting absolutely ridiculous um they were offering like nintendo switches and just all these other prizes and you know so the stargaze team stepped in and put that put on that pause with it coming back later so you know you you had to of course you you know it's the same as now you you could apply through um the application to be considered by the stargaze team or you could go up in the community vote so i i, I think ruan at the time said there was like maybe a thousand applications or something like that and you know the wait list was quite long i i 
like how long did how long did it maybe take you to get through or was it pretty quick for you so i think i have kind of a unique story with this um i don't think uh <laughs> so originally they had discussed uh that they were going to do if you put in that application that would be a way to become verified in the future before the whole uh star's name thing was a con oh i'm sure it was a concept but before it was announced or anything and uh it was a week before our launch. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to submit this just to get verified when that does happen, just to, uh, you know, you know, add some credibility to the, for the community and everything. Uh, and I think I can't remember which project was in line to launch on the eighth, but for whatever reason, they couldn't do it. <laughs> and we got contacted, uh, I think it was that Tuesday before that Friday saying, Hey, do you guys want to do it on a Friday? I'm like, uh, yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, so that was a heck of a crunch uh, to get that, uh, you know, up and ready by Friday. Because uh, if I was not on Launchpad, I would have said, hey, community, <laughs> I need a few more days for this. Um, but yeah, so it was a, it was extremely quick for us, but we weren't expecting to go on there whatsoever. Yeah, like, yeah. So it was it was well, I mean, to be fair, our original stuff wasn't that great. Um, like. Like the the stuff we 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 submitted on that application, it was like the first stuff we ever made. <laughs> so um, you know, we just kept working on it. Yeah, uh, you know, we we encountered the problem like Reggie mentioned earlier is that um, we so we had I think had to do two pixels in order to get the center, or I think it was. So you can so like when you when you drew a helmet it would never look straight or like center. It would have to be two pixels wide in order to center. And that caused like a lot of, you know, it just didn't look right. So, you know, we, we made the decision to just redo, you know, just redo the artwork. And uh, we had the version two, which is, I believe the, the one that's the, the rank one at the minute, which is basically like a, like a fat skeleton. And uh, th those ones, you know, that became like the base of what these are now, because now you can have like a one pixel center. So, you know, as we waited, you know, to, you know, we just kept joining spaces every week, trying to be more active in the community. Um, cause, you know, we, you know, uh, we, we felt like you said, you know, being verified was like a big perk um, in the community. At least I thought so. So I thought it was so important that we held out the launch pad um in order to like like you said be kind of verified because it's it, it's permissionless to ch uh launch we didn't want to just be like a project that just oh hey can we trust this you know but like you know it's always possible that the future could rug or be a scam or something like that but you can kind of i'm sorry it lurks in the shadows <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh well so yeah um we just wanted like that verification you know to because we're we're here for the long haul and we felt this was very important to our project so we just held out for featured and while we held out we just kept creating more traits and just new backgrounds because one of the things we always felt like some of the projects just don't have a lot of variety and that was really important to us so we always wanted to felt like when someone minted one, they got something kind of neat rather than like, you know, a recolor of the same trade or just, there's only like 
12 traits or something like that. So they all kind of look samey. I know there's some projects that do that and that was just something we didn't want to do. So um, we just, before we knew it, we had like 200 traits and then, uh, you know, it's still nothing, still waiting on word. Next month rolls by, I think we got like 400 of them. And this, by this time we're in like maybe around the 4th of July-ish time. And, uh, you know, I was just browsing Hubble. I'm sure, you know, as a lot of you do and just, just kind of looking around and, uh, you know, I, I, I just started browsing the starties because, you know, the pixel art and I just think graphene's an amazing artist. So kind of look at her stuff. Sometimes I was kind of like shopping, you know, cause I'm a, I'm a collector before I'm a creator. So I like collecting, you know, just whatever I like and, I just, just looking through the starties, seeing if there's any on the floor that I could pick up. And then I just looked at rank one. It's a gold startie and it's animated. So I'm like, you know, this is really what's missing from the collection, just an animated one. So I opened up Photoshop and, you know, I, I added the frames and then I just tried animating one and it looked really cool. But so the first one... I'm, I'm, I remember Reggie mentioning this, like we, I originally had the head and the body separated. So it was kind of almost like, a, it looked like it was nodding, like as it was walking, like, so we had it like bounce, but I also had the head moving separately as like a, like a frame behind like lag. So it looks like he was nodding as, it was, you know, kind of moving and <laughs> Reggie didn't like it. He's like, just make it one, you know, one thing. So I did. And. I mean, that was really cool. And I'm like, you know, can we do this for the one-to-ones or is there a way to do this at a generative level? So I just did a little bit of research and there's a, uh, I forget the name of the tool exactly, but it's it's part, it's like a branch of hash lips and that allows you to do animations. So I got to, you know, I just, just did like some proof of concepts. I took like a handful of traits, it just animated them and generated it and you know i showed reggie and uh you know that i kind of felt like that was what was missing from the collection you know to really make it pop (laughs) so yeah we made the decision to just start uh animating stuff and you know as we animated we also created new stuff so before we knew it we were up to 400 traits i think there's like i don't know the exact number it's like 60 or 70 backgrounds um there's just so many different items and you know one of the things i was really surprised about in all this is that with all the combinations you know you think you would get some that kind of look i don't know kind of weird or you know off or something but i would say almost all of them look you know pretty cool like how they just generated like just because me and reggie we both split the artwork and uh you know two people doing different artwork you know it kind of looks like they might have clashed but I mean, I think everything looked just came out like really cool. And, you know, that was kind of like our goal, just to make something that we're really cool and happy with that we would want to mint ourselves. So that's really like the the story about that. Because like I said, the how you would make them is you just you just make GIFs instead of uh, you know, like JPEG layers when you do the, your generation and hash lips. You literally have to create all the frames and then export those as a GIF. So you would basically 
say you're making like a sword, you'd have to start like the sword is like, well, like a lightsaber would probably be the easiest example. The first frame would just be like the saber hilt. And then as you add more frames, you have to have the, you know, the laser beam come slowly out of the sword. And depending on how many frames, you can make it smoother or not. So that was one of the things we kind of learned um, is like the actual frames. Because, you know, we had just, like, I had never done this animation before. And, you know, it kind of seemed intimidating at first, but it's it's really not. Um, so, you know, as we got better and better, because if you see some of our early stuff, you can see they look like kind of bland. And we were just figuring things out compared to like our, our later traits, which are way more detailed and, you know, just better animated. And then you get to like, you know, our Christmas collection, which is even more detailed. And then we also have the the upcoming Gelato series too, which is like, I don't know if you if anyone's seen those previews, but <laughs> like you could just tell like, you know, all the experience that we've learned and you know, we just put into these, you know, we upped the frame rate from like five because that was one of the things I kind of re- regret. And I think Reggie probably should have been more firm on is like the actual frames because we originally like <laughs> like going back and seeing it now i kind of feel like they they move a little bit too fast or not too fast but like for example the blinking so that's one of the things we kind of like touched on with the christmas collection and you could just see there's like a progression of skill in all of this so you know now that we minted out one you know i i do think the goodies will probably eventually come now because we want to do the same thing we just want to everything we mint royalties etc we're going to stake it all and we just want to have you know this absolute massive amount of staked uh stars and use the apr to do things so right now we're generating quite a bit per day and you know since we minted out um we've we've generated a little over 2000 stars. So during this, you know, we're going to give some of the, we're, we're basically just going to give that APR away, you know, to someone in the audience. So there's only, I don't know, six, seven people here. So the chances are really good. So we're kind of thinking like splitting it up, like maybe one or two ways, maybe four ways so that, you know, everyone has a chance of getting like 500 stars because, you know, we, so we were saving it until today since we minted it out, you know, just to, just to give it out as like a, like a little celebration type of thing. And then what we're, what we're going to start doing with all this APR is now that we mint it out, we want to start raising the floor price. So we're going to start directing this APR that generates into buying up all the baddies back at the floor. So then that, that'll, you know, and then what we're doing with the rewards is we're also staking all of that to the validator. So, you know, we're just trying to build up our, you know, treasury so that, you know, when stars does pump, we're going to be sitting on a massive pile of, you know, essential funds. Right. And then we want to, you know, you know, we want to help other projects get launched, you know, using these funds. So, or even like help develop things in Stargates, you know, well, if if we can just bankroll the 50 grand to hire a programmer to build something on Stargaze, it won't even be an issue. So 
that's kind of like the end goal in all of this that you know we're we're trying to build towards that's awesome man so you know let, let's say everything continues on that trajectory and uh you know a successful bull run uh you know where do you see stargaze kingdoms like uh two three years from now you know what kind of uh do you guys have any like things specific plan that you're really excited to get going if everything kind of goes uh, according to plan so yeah one one of the things we actually been like uh excited for is i actually been talking with a developer to do to build a script for us uh because one of the things we want to do is when we mint these projects to support them we want to raffle those nfts off so we've been talking to a developer to to create this script for us so that we can automate the whole thing behind the scenes without you know having to manually do it so all we have to do is use these funds to mint we run the script to do the raffle and you know all the holders have a chance to to win these nfts that we mint it's awesome i'll say i got the uh, pretty good web guy who's also in the <laughs> space here that helped us with the uh the mugies uh hatchimatron so uh, oh yeah that's that's definitely one thing i've i've been curious to hear about like i'm i don't know if you talked about it on in your spaces yet but i definitely want to know about that like like how did that happen because I, I think it's awesome and like I, i'll admit i didn't turn on the music unfortunately oh um, no <laughs> I, I know i know but i did i did hatch all my eggs and uh they're just awesome i think i got well, like one of the toto dials and it's like so colorful and stuff it's really cool that's awesome yeah we'll we'll definitely dive into that a little bit later uh, oh my god I just dropped everything okay um jesus christ anyway no, uh, so you mentioned you wanted to give away some stars to the people in the audience. Uh, we could always do like a Twitter picker type of thing where if anyone leaves a comment and mentions a specific keyword of your choosing, uh, then that would be considered for winning. Sure. I mean, you know, however you think is best to do it. I, I'm just trying to think like uh, how many, how many, because we, we have 2000 stars to split up. You think we should do one winner, two winner, three winner, four winners, or maybe we could just split it. Let's see here: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Minus me and Reggie, we could split it seven ways, and everybody gets something. I mean, it's two thousand stars. It's you know, if everyone gets a decent cut of that, it's still you know ten, fifteen bucks. I'll say I'll throw away if you want to split it four ways. I got I'll throw in uh, four baddies. To give away with them yeah uh, let, let's do it <laughs> i mean we could do that later on you know in like the spaces you know or we could do like a winner every so often if you want yeah we could either do like a uh a twitter picker thing on comments or we could just do uh kind of a essentially a spin the wheel thing on people that are in here um you know however you guys want to do it you know it's, it's yours to give away so uh you know however you want to do it i'm, I'm totally happy with Oh, and one thing I wanted to mention uh, earlier, sorry, I'll tell you in a second. Um, you were mentioning all the different variations there. And I was going to say, I've had uh, probably around two dozen baddies at one point before I've, you know, given away through different stuff. Um, and none of them look the same. <laughs> so that I think itself uh, is, is quite a feat. Um, and I think you guys did a really good job on all the different traits because, yeah, I didn't have a single, single pair of them that looked alike. Uh, they all had their own unique style to them. Yeah, that would that was extremely important because 
Um, I don't know if Captain. Oh yeah, he is in the he is in the in the audience. <laughs> so yeah, he he was a big inspiration behind like the variety. Um, we really wanted because I feel like his wads have a lot of variety, um, and he's got a lot of them. You know, you know, some of them. I mean, obviously, you know, with ten thousand supplies, some will look pretty similar, but it seems few and far between. And that's kind of like the variety we wanted to aim towards because I felt like you know all the wads are unique in their own special way. So, but then you got like, like I said, other projects and all they really, you know, you'll get like two of the same and like just the background will be different, you know? So that, that was something we really wanted to avoid. And I feel like we, we did do that because I think we made 400 traits and, you know, when you do the randomizer, that's potentially, I don't know how many combinations, but it's got to be at least a couple hundred thousand combinations possible. Probably more. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But That's yeah, awesome. um, yeah, like going forward, uh, you know, definitely in the immediate future, um, you know, we have uh, the Gelato series too. We did the artwork for that, and I'm really excited to see uh, people's reception for that one. I th- it's coming sometime in February. You know, they didn't give me too many details, the Gelato team. Um, but you know, we're really excited for people to see those. Um, in terms of Stargate's Kingdoms, though, um. I don't know if I don't know. Do you want to say the whole uh Reggie? Do you do you mind if I talk about that idea that we discussed the other day? Um sure, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> just a minute. Right. It's only a few of us, so why not? All right, all right. So I, I I'm sure are are you familiar with Squid Games? I I mean I'm sure almost everybody is, right? Oh yeah. Okay. So I like all all uh, all of our community is against like a burn. There's a lot of baddies in the bank because we we use the funds not the funds but the APR generated from the funds to mint and we have a lot in the treasury. So what we wanted to do is burn those. Not but in a kind of a different way. So our idea for this is we wanted to do kind of like events or something where it's like a squid game thing. The audience would essentially pick what baddie they wanted in the bank and then they would compete. And essentially if they lose or die in the game, they get burned. <laughs> and what we wanted to do with that is say the winner of that, whoever picked that winning baddie, we're going to use the one-to-one minter to create essentially an upgraded champion version of that baddie and give it to the person that won. So, so one of the things, um, that we're kind of talking about is how to do this. So we, I, I used to watch on Twitch, um, kind of like AI fights where it's computer versus computer. And then you could bet on them. And if you, if you pick the winner, you would get like whatever token it is. And then if you didn't, you would lose whatever amount you betted. So the game they played was uh, was a Dragon Ball Z fighting game. Uh, 
it's like Budokai 3 or something like that. I, I don't remember the exact name, but it has like 80 or 90 fighters throughout the entire Dragon Ball series. And you could pick computer versus computer where they fight. So one of the ideas I thought about is, say you pick, I don't know, one of your favorite baddie in the, in the treasury, and you're like, okay, I want that baddie to be Goku. So you would pick your fighter and your baddie you want to represent that fighter. And they essentially would be bracket matches, like one versus one, and then they would go all the way up until the winner is crowned of you know all the fights so that's kind of and then we could stream that on discord so the other thing about that is um because you know everyone lives in different time zones got different schedules things like that so we wouldn't necessarily have to have people you know actually attending but if they wanted to they could watch you know the fights on discord and things like that and one of the also things we also thought about is maybe having like bets on the fights so something like using the apr to have like a like a little bit of treasury or something and you could bet and whatnot and you know whatever bad you know we're still kind of thinking about the like the details on that but that was just something we kind of thought about like actually adding in like a little bit more fun or incentives to it um but yeah essentially that that's kind of like the idea we thought about because we we didn't want to like destroy the whole supply because i know the community is kind of against that but we thought kind of like a fun controlled burn might be a kind of cool idea so it's like it might not burn all of them but it might reduce like a good amount of them but in kind of a fun way but also you know whoever wins gets you know a special baddie you know like an upgraded champion version of that No, that's awesome. I would definitely uh, watch those fight, <laughs> have it like a separate screen while I'm working uh, to have that going because that would uh, th- that'd be interesting. So you guys, are you guys looking to program like a, like a game for it? Not programming a game, but we'll probably just use like, you know, that's already existing, like maybe Super Smash Brothers. You know, you could pick like your favorite character, Fox, or we could have like special matches, you know, like Fox versus Fox Final Destination is kind of, you know what I mean? Just Stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's not going to be us playing, but it's just going to be computer fights because, you know, Smash Bros. does have like an AI mode where they just fight each other. You know, you can watch. That would be awesome. I would totally tune into that. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I just thought that would be kind of a cool idea because, you know, like, you know, you can have uh, this baddie be Link and that baddie is, you know, Mario and that baddie is... uh you know, snake or something, and they just they just keep going. You know, you just keep matching up. Like when that when it's that baddie's turn to fight, you just pick whatever character you know that's tied to. So I think that would be kind of cool. You know, just kind of something a unique way. And then, like I said, if that baddie loses, they get burned. <laughs> so I think I think that would be uh, pretty cool. I love the idea. I really hope to see that uh, come to fruition here soon. Yeah, that's just something we're kind of thinking about, like, in the near future. And, you know, just something fun to do to cause, you know, interest and, you know, kind of like a controlled burn. So I think that would be pretty neat. Yeah, that's incredible. And before we get too far away from it, too, can you uh, can you talk a little bit more about the Gelato 2, just in case anybody's not familiar with it? Because I've I've seen a little bit regarding that, but I'm still uh, semi in the dark as well. 
Uh, I don't know. Is it alright if we talk about it, Risby? I see in the audience there. You can give it a mode if it's alright. I mean, we won't say too much. Just kind of like our experiences of it. Yeah, if you guys can't talk about it, that's totally fine. <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah, you, you give it a mode right there. All right. Uh, so 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 what, what was your question on those again? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, can you can you give us a little bit of information on uh, your partnership with them? Oh yeah. So um. Yeah, so Gelato reached out to us on Twitter one day, and uh, they asked us if we could do like a like a sample because I know Risby has been a big fan of uh, Stargate's Kingdoms. He had he was using one for his profile picture for quite a while. Uh, I think it was like a, a startification one on top of it, which those are actually pretty highly sought after. Um, so, anyways, um, you know, we, they reached out to us and uh, they asked us if we could do like a sample. And uh, Reggie was kind of like, yeah, let, let's, you know, I, I directed, you know, you know, I told Reggie, like, see what you could come up with. And uh, I don't know, maybe Reggie can chime in on a little bit of that, about that. Uh, yeah, no. So the, at least the, the theme they gave us was party, uh, 420, and one piece was the general directive that we got. And free ranks do whatever we wanted with it. We took, a, or I mean, I took the ideas from that, and I think we did one one piece character, and one just you know what would be considered a general uh, ice cream cone, basically. And we presented them, and Risby when I can't remember the other guy's name, they seemed to like it, and they approved what we were doing, and we ran with it. And we ended up, uh, I think it was 10 one-to-ones from inspirations from One Piece, which I got to say, there is, I mean, I don't know, there's, there's three that in my mind that just top everything else, at least in those one-to-ones. And uh, I don't know when they're going to launch or when they're going to be, you know, publicly shown. I know that we've shown them. You're part of the squadron in our channel which is, you know, quote-unquote, behind a closed door. We did preview some of the stuff we were doing. Um, and, yeah, no, the general reception has been pretty good. We did, I think it was like 15 backgrounds, my, plus the plus the 10 that we did for the one-to-ones. And I honestly didn't really keep track of the, the traits that we did, but at least the generational stuff that we did. In my opinion, at least the general reception, it's been all great. So we can't wait to see what's going to happen with that. I just, yeah, you know, you know, just I'm just glad at the end of the day when we turned it in, like when we gave everything into, uh, you know, Gelato, the reception, at least from them was, you know, also that they liked it. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's a way off my shoulders because at the end of the day, you know, is their collection just our artwork? So, yeah, let's see what happens there. Awesome. Is there an expected uh, release time frame that you guys are looking at? That we don't know for sure. I just know that it's uh, that we're looking somewhere in this month. But I mean, you know, crypto, so that might change or not. I don't know. I think that'll be something they gotta look into. I would, That's awesome. So, uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to chime in like about them a little bit too, like the, the design process about that. Is that? Uh, um we i think we made the frames for those 20 so that that's actually i don't know what is that 
maybe three times the amount of frames we used uh, with the baddies. So the animation is a lot more smooth. It's a lot more detailed. Um, the backgrounds are a lot more detailed. Uh, there's a lot more animation and things going on. And you can kind of see like, like that reflected in the Christmas collection, how the deep, like the backgrounds were very detailed. And that, <laughs> I know I keep going on about it, but that's one of the things that we really enjoyed about a lot of the collections was the backgrounds. Because people make absolutely amazing backgrounds in some cases. But unfortunately, you get like some collections that just use like, you know, plain colors and whatnot. And I just feel like it's a lot of wasted potential. So that was one of the things we were really careful and like really wanted to nail down in our collection was the absolute amount of backgrounds. And uh, so the supply for these is 420 and 10 of those are one to ones. Um, that's how many we made. And I know they're going to have uh, a lot of utility on the Gelato website. And I think you get like a cut of the house take and with 420 supply, I mean, that's, that's pretty good, you know, with, you know, split. And if you have a couple, like it's a lot better. So smaller supply, bigger cut of the house. So I think I'm definitely going to mint a few when they come out. Um, but I, I, I know Rizmi mentioned sometime in like February. So they're definitely coming this month, I think, unless, you know, plans change. But yeah, no, the, the people that we showed, you know, behind closed doors, um, you know, they loved it. So we're really excited to see the reception because we put all, like all the experience that we, you know, took from, you know, the previous collections and just applied them to this and, just really excited to see, you know, the reception on these is we got, we got like a background with like, like, cause the theme was like weed and 420 and, you know, party and good times. So we have like, you know, Vegas inspired backgrounds, um, slot machines. We have like this, uh, one of the backgrounds is kind of like a, uh, like an underground poker table. You know, there's like a little bit of smoke in the back. There's, water like a broken pipe in the background it's supposed to be you know like you know <laughs> like those underground type of gambling you know so we wanted to do like stuff like that and just we got one with like a beach ball and it, i think it's on a beach and uh you know we just just party and you know good times was was our is theme and of course we got the one piece ones and those came out <laughs> better than i ever expected like just the collection itself is uh you know, we, we, you know, you don't really know what to spec. We, we, you know, like work, you know, turning an ice cream cone into, a, you know, a gelato into a character, you know, it, it was a lot of fun to create. And, you know, you just, you don't really, you know, expect to know how it's going to turn out, but it kind of, it blew me away, honestly, like just animating these and creating stuff for them. So it was, uh, it, it was, it was, it was really fun to make these. Man, I cannot wait to see these things. <laughs> I gotta start unstaking right now. <laughs> oh, and uh, Miss Mugen is back from uh, shopping here. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it sounds really nice. They're so cute. So yeah, she'll be uh, she'll be hopping on a, a little bit later here uh, for a minute. But um, yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited to see this collection. Uh, you know, coming to fruition for you guys. It's uh, it, it's awesome to have the stuff that you've done contribute to the future and, you know, culminate in this whole new level of what you're capable of. 
just by spending time with it. Uh, were you guys Photoshop savvy before you did NFTs or was this kind of the start of doing Photoshop stuff? So I, I use, I use Photoshop myself. Um, I've kind of like dabbled through it, you know, over the years, never been like super into it just for like very basic stuff. Um, that was really the extent of it. And then, uh, you know, when Reggie was like, you know, we should do a, a you know, a project. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. That's when I, you know, I started researching it and, you know, just learning it. And, and then when he, he created the baddie base and he sent me it, um, that's when I really started like just learning it as I go along and that, that you know, I, I like to figure things out as I go. Um, I'm really good at this type of thing because that's what I have to do all day at work. Uh, we, me and Reggie, we work for an engineering firm. And a lot of times you're expected to just figure things out on your own. Like, you know, we, we don't work for the best company. And as you met, you know, as you've talked about this in the past, you nailed our company to the T and they kind of just roll you in and they expect results and they don't really help you out or, like, you know, train you or anything. So I've, I've kind of picked that up and it seems to be kind of like one of my strengths is just finding things and learning them on the fly and figuring it out. But, but really it always comes down to just Google it, you know, like that's one of the biggest tools like I've ever used. And it's, it's kind of weird that, I don't know, a lot of people don't use it as much as they probably should to like find like answers to things. I, I know this sounds weird, but I'm talking about like, you know, professional environment here, not like, you know, just casual you know like just in a, like an office setting it's they just don't seem to like figure out google it's weird but that's basically what, how what i did you know photoshop you can learn so much on youtube or just searching for things around and you know they it helps so much that's funny you say that i did uh i used to be into like the it field where i was doing uh computer consulting for businesses and stuff and whenever you come across an error that you just don't know how to fix, you just Google your way to finding the answer. And as long as you know how to search for the right question, you can get the right answer. And that really applies to just about every <laughs> facet of life there, uh, including Photoshop. Uh, you know, I barely touched. I did it for like really minor, basic, basic stuff early on. And then working with NFTs, you just spend a lot of time doing it. And you're like, OK, I know what I want to do. How do I how do I do this? And if you just ask the right question on Google, you'll get the right answer you're looking for, and just learn something new, and then it becomes second nature and part of your skills. Exactly, it, it's it's such a useful tool. Um, it's like you know you got you got the you literally got all the information in the world at your fingertips. You just have to use it and like search for it. And I don't know why it's just weird. Just a lot of people, at least in a professional, at least our office or something that I've seen just, I don't know. I mean, is, is, is that like your experience too in the past? Like people just don't take advantage of it. Like in a professional setting. It, I don't know. It's it. I don't know. It must be some kind of weird phenomenon. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, you've heard me talk at, at crazy length about HR stuff. Um, and even knowing a lot of HR stuff, I'll still go to Google specifically to just expand on that like if i'm on the opposite end and i have an interview somewhere i want to crush the interview like an interview's never been crushed before do you then spend time researching it and like applying business especially business things like if you want to answer the right the questions the right way if you want to ask good questions to follow it up with uh you know 
Google's the source of where you learn this stuff. And you can, the smart thing to do is adapt it to how you work. You know, if you, if you read it one-to-one, you kind of sound a bit like a, like a corporate robot or something. But when you adapt it to how you speak and how you talk, you know, it really kind of becomes your own. And then you learn that new thing or learn that, uh, that excellent question to follow up an interview with uh, or whatever it may be. So yeah, for a business sense, it works tremendously. And you can even apply a lot of business things to the NFT space. You know, while it is Web3 and stuff, a lot of the same principles are carried over uh, to a pretty extreme degree. Because, you know, many of us, uh, including yourselves, treat it like a business and something you can do long term. So things that help other businesses can also help in the NFT space. Uh, And again, Google is where you find those answers. You know, I, I kind of feel like maybe it's like our interest in like crypto and NFTs and stuff, how you always have to kind of, you know, they always say, do your own research. You know, I kind of, I don't know, maybe it's just people who are really into crypto and stuff like that, <laughs> that like, like just Google a lot of stuff and like do research. And I don't know, it, it's something to think about, I guess. Yeah, and I, th- I think uh, a degree of, of media literacy definitely comes into play because, um, you know, do your own research is like a, like an oh, God, because, I mean, it, you look up like Cardano on YouTube and you'll see 30 videos about could Cardano reach a hundred dollars a share? And it's like, well, no, there will never be that much money in crypto, <laughs> period, uh, to make that ever happen. And, and, you know, just little stuff like that. So it's, you know, do your own research, but also, you know make sure the the numbers are sound and get multiple opinions on it you know definitely don't settle on the the first thing or wherever you land uh definitely spend some time looking up different ones and, and ones that are critical to it as well no i i completely agree with you on that and uh i don't know i just i just feel like it's i don't know just kind of tied into you know crypto and you know that i don't know it's just something i like to do and figure stuff out on my own so that, that, that's really you know what applied to photoshop and like learning how to animate them because i i had never animated anything before so it, it was it was always an experience and then you know the more and longer you do it the better and better you get at it so you know just practice makes perfect i guess and uh you know I mean, now, now, like some stuff Reggie's been doing, man. He, he's, he showed me. I, like, I didn't even know he was doing this. Um, oh man, what a complete coincidence <laughs> with Bobby just joining the audience. So, uh, yeah, no. Um, he, he started drawing something and he showed me. I was like, holy crap. Um, so I don't, I don't know if if that's gonna end up in a collection or not. But uh, you know, it looks really cool. So. So now he's starting to draw like more, you know, highly detailed stuff, you know, more HD and things like that. Because I, I, I don't know, maybe you can chime in a little bit on this because he only just showed me like briefly and it looked pretty cool. It looks like we might have lost, uh, lost Reggie there. Oh, uh, yeah, he's he's probably doing something and can't talk. Oh, uh, <laughs> all is well. <laughs> Well, no, one of these days we'll have to, uh, I'd love to have you guys uh, on a specific, like, uh, maybe we could do some kind of uh, spaces on like more businessy kind of things, maybe like a little off topic on the crypto stuff. I'd love to, uh, you know, we could almost spruce up your resumes without naming any addresses or, you know, names or specific stuff like that. 
And if anybody was interested in learning along to, uh, you know, how to do the same thing at a new place and just make more money for the time you're spending, you know, if, if you could make 10 to 20% more than you're making right now doing the same thing, I'm sure everybody would take that opportunity. So I think uh, one of these days we should schedule like uh, kind of a, kind of a themed thing. Uh, <laughs> if you guys are up for it, because I think that would be a, that'd be a fun space. No, yeah, that would that would that would actually be phenomenal because I know you you touched about some of that stuff in the past and it was uh it was extremely interesting just uh you know just like just see like your experiences and stuff and all that and like just the vast amount of knowledge you have like you know well just for some some context like if for if for anybody that missed the the space that segued into a uh, an HR seminar um it, it was really just about uh you know uh, I think. <laughs> Hype, who's in here right now? What's up, man? Welcome, welcome. Now, um, he asked a question that kind of spiraled into a whole other thing um, related to, you know, why it's important to uh, not stay at the same place for too long uh, because you can make way more money not doing that and why. Uh, so the, the, the whole conversation kind of sparked from there. So I, th I think it's a fun conversation and, you know, one that's helpful to just about anybody who's not... <laughs> living the life on uh, on inheritance so uh you know it's a it's a fun topic to talk about and i, I definitely could endlessly talk everyone's ear off about that kind of stuff <laughs> so i would love to uh to schedule that here sometime in the future with you guys that'd be a lot of fun no yeah I'm, i would i would definitely join you know spaces like that because i you had you had a lot of incense and i'm uh insights and man <laughs> You you called like my company like to the T because we work for a pretty crappy co company and uh, yeah it was just like just all the tricks that like they that you like I told you about that they would pull like oh they would just bring in lunch like you know once every Friday and for like a, you know every other month and act like it's like this big thing and they're training you well and stuff like that <laughs> yep uh the oldest trick in the book the uh thanks for working harder and you know sacrificing more of your life uh here's a pizza party <laughs> uh businesses no but yeah that'll, that'll definitely have to be a space here in the future but uh no i, re I really want to say congratulations to you guys on the sellout here because uh yeah this was you guys really deserve this man you you guys have been so involved in the spaces you've been really involved with uh, all kinds of different projects and just active in them. And, you know, you guys are always present, even in our spaces here um, and just being an active member of the community. So I'm so happy for you guys. Congrats on the sellout. And uh, I'm really excited for the stuff you guys are building. No, yeah. Uh, you know, I appreciate that. You know, we, we worked really hard and, uh, you know, we, we just want to prove that, you know, we're here for the long haul and, you know, we believe in stargaze and, you know, we're just not going anywhere because, you know, we, we've all been through a, a couple of rugs now and whatnot on Stargaze or projects just getting abandoned out of nowhere and creators disappearing. And, you know, we just want to show that, you know, we're legit. And I myself am a huge collector. I, I mint probably something every other day, honestly, <laughs> or, or I'm always buying something, you know, a wad or, I think I was going to pick up a Stardy. Uh, we had like, you know, everyone was like, oh, we should buy the, the floor of the Stardies. And <laughs> I think Captain had one for sale that, you know, they were trying to talk him down to him. We're like, oh, should we buy it or not? And, you know, I'm just a big collector in general. So that that's how I kind of approach everything. Just 
it's fun to collect them, I guess, because I, I think of them as like Pokemon cards. And I used to collect those as, as a kid. I actually still have my old collection. And like a couple years ago, I had went through them like, holy crap, I have all these original first edition Pokemon cards that are worth like, in some cases, a couple thousand dollars. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah, man. I Hearing about Pokemon and how much those are worth these days just makes me sad. Because uh, yeah. as, as I collected all 150 originals, had so many first editions, and probably could have bought a house with what I sold for like 150 dollars at one point. Yeah, so, I, I sold a bunch back then as a kid because I didn't know any better. But I, I had had a bunch of them still, and uh, and they've been basically like you know sealed away, so they're like in perfect condition. And, uh, you know, I just kind of think of as, uh, as uh, NFTs like that. And, you know, Stargaze just attracted me to it with, like, the no gas fees because I always hated to get paying gas fees, like, for Ethereum and all that because I got burned so hard on Ethereum, like, just losing money on just trying to make a transaction. You know, the, the gas fee fails. And I hear it's a lot better now, but... I mean, I'm here, so that's all. <laughs> right. That's all yeah, no, that was a, that's one of the biggest draws of Stargaze at one point, because if you wanted to just, you know, look at a cause or a, an Ethereum ecosystem, you had to spend 20 bucks just to move anything. And oops, you sent the wrong type. Oh, you need to convert it again. Well, I hope you got more than 100 bucks on there because it'll take about 100 bucks just to convert it back. What you're trying to get on there because that one specific NFT you wanted is in a different currency than what you sent over there. So, yeah, no. <laughs> I feel your pain on there. Uh, it's actually the last time I bought something on, uh, I think it was OpenSea. Um, it was like $2.50 worth of gas. Uh, so it's super reasonable now compared to where it was at one point. Um, but I ended up admitting that uh, the Flight Force 4 collection uh, before their Stargaze launch, uh, which I did want to run a, a demo here uh, after a space is one of these days. Um, which they're a pretty cool project. They're good people. Uh, and they're really, really happy and excited about what they do too. So uh, definitely shout out to those guys. But uh, um, I mentioned on ETH today for the first time. Pretty sick. $40 on gas. I mentioned on ETH today for the first time. Oh, how, how what was the experience was like? Sick. I was like, holy shit, gas is so high. And I'm like, I'm like clicking it every other minute. I'm like, bro, it's only going down for like two dollars, three dollars. It was pretty all right though. Like, oh, you lose me there. Uba lost you, but I think you're back. Yeah, but even like uh, two, three dollars, though, man. Me. The gas fees. Nope, <laughs> I can hear you now. Oh yeah. Yeah, we can. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I mentioned on ETH. Uh, yeah. So this journey started with me trying to mint the PS Labs, and then I ended up sending USDC to ETH instead of Polygon, and then I had those USDC stuck in ETH. I was like, well, I can't. If I just do the swap to Polygon, like I'm eventually just going to be losing on the swaps, and then like on the gas. So I just waited out, and then uh, this pretty cool project came by my eyes. I was like, oh, damn, this looks pretty fun. This has potential to be something, and uh, I just minted it, and that's, that's what happened. I just wanted to share my experience today. 
<laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's the, the most disappointing thing ever is, uh, you know, you think everything is using a specific currency on there. And then you realize when you're ready to buy it that, oh, nope, they needed a different kind of Ethereum, like a, what was it, wrapped Ethereum? Yeah. Or, or stuff like that. It was like a totally different thing than what you needed. And it was like, oh, yeah, you got open see they got wrapped ETH. I'm like, wait, why don't they just sell it in regular ETH? I don't know. It's kind of weird, but yeah, you, lo- you lose like $10 on the swap and then you lose like 30 to $40 on the gas. It's pretty crazy. It's the wild, wild west out there. Right. Speaking of, I got to uh, turn our profile picture on Twitter into a uh, an Ethereum NFT so we can get the uh, the special background uh, shape. I know uh, Sunnyside did that for their uh, older ones. I can't tell if you have it on this one because I got dark mode on and you got a black background on the skull there. But, but uh, yeah, that's uh, unfortunately that's not a feature on Stargaze yet. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think it's coming with, with time where, you know, this type of NFT will be supported on there as well. Um, which will definitely be cool, but yeah, definitely cheaper to do it now than it was last year. Good God! Oh man, that those those Ethereum fees, man, they were they were like, and sometimes they were like a hundred and fifty dollars, and then it fails, and you're just like, why? <laughs> that that's when I, that that's kind of like when I just noped out of like the whole uh, DeFi at the time, and then just one day I just saw, um, I think it was Juno something like with juno and then uh i just kind of got into it and then from juno i just kind of explored more saw that uh stargaze and then stargaze was actually starting like they they haven't dropped their first collections yet this was like right before week zero and then they had the punks out uh you know like that first week and then uh i ended up minting those and i just kept minting since then you know saw the starties the wads those really caught my eye and that's when i got involved with the community you know just that that's where i think you know stargaze is really cool is that you know you could talk to the creators and you know all that and i think that that helps a lot you know just getting to know everybody like the the people behind the project itself Yeah, I think it's it's funny. A lot of projects are really open to communicate, um, you know, like even when before we were a project, we reached out to some communities to say, hey, you know, would you be interested in this thing? And, you know, from most of them, we got a response back. There's still a couple. I won't name names uh, <laughs> that we never end up hearing back from. Uh, but, you know, it's as a whole, you know, a lot of the creators on here, especially, um, you know, it just seems like everybody's got a, a deep seated passion. Uh, for what they're doing and in the space and just and just crypto in general, where, you know, if you spend more time on like OpenSea, you see a lot more, a lot more business oriented uh, types of groups, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that at all, uh, by all means. But, you know, I think Stargaze is really home to just so many enthusiasts that, uh, you know, fellow enthusiasts get along really well and kind of uh, can recognize each other. And, uh, you know, it's it's really easy to speak to people, uh, you know, get advice uh, from people, just uh, communicate in general with uh, some of your favorite projects out there. Completely agree with you. You know, I mean, I I don't I don't have any experiences with other communities, so I can't really compare 
Um, but, you know, the squad, you know, there's, you know, it's for anyone that doesn't really know, the squad's like a coalition of many small creators. You know, you got, you know, Wads, Stardews, Mujins, Sunnyside, uh, you know, you got Maria, Woman of Cosmos. You know, there's just so many creators that, you know, that are, that just kind of band it together and, you know, we just support one another. And uh, it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And I, th- I think the squad's like the most fun I've ever had in like any ecosystem. <laughs> um, it, it's really kind of turned into uh, like a whole separate thing. And like, I, I love that we, we finally decided uh, to get the squad discord going uh, shameless plug. Uh, <laughs> the squad itself has a, a whole new discord where uh you know everybody kind of posts together and uh you know you, you can keep track of what's going on between a ton of different projects uh all in one place uh and it's, it's a pretty dang uh, active server so it's a it's a good time to be there and uh you know it, it, there's been a lot of uh different squad activities and uh you know the game nights and everything have been an absolute blast so uh yeah i'm i'm squad <laughs> it's a it's been a great time I, I absolutely love being a part of it yeah i gotta i gotta thank tin uh from ssr for setting that up he, he did an awesome job with doing that and he's uh he he's the true hero and all of that <laughs> so i just want to give him a little shout out yeah that guy's awesome man yeah the, the squad's been great and it's it's been so long since we've hosted one of these spaces. There's so many like topics and things that like I've been thinking about. Like, ooh, that would be a good topic for a uh, for space or something. And uh, you know, it's a uh, it's just really exciting to uh, you know to, to get this kind of stuff started up again. Um, you know, kind of on a more a more personal note, I guess. Um, you know, the the Mugis was uh, was a lot of work <laughs> on our end. Uh, you know, I, I'll spare you guys the details on that, but. Uh, it, it was a big crunch down to the end to meet deadlines. And, you know, when you spend every waking minute of every day on something for like two weeks straight, uh, you know, it can really take a toll out on you and you kind of have to just take a step back, reassess and just focus on, you know, the important things, <laughs> uh, you know, make sure you're not falling too far behind at work or something, uh, which, you know, admittedly was, was definitely happened. Uh, you know, I'm working up, relatively fast paced uh, office environment. And if you miss some emails, things start falling behind. Uh, it, it's real tough to catch up. So everything kind of compounded. So we took a good month plus <laughs> break uh, to kind of just reassess, regain our focus and kind of hop back in here. So we're, we're back again, fully committed uh, with kind of a, a better schedule that we've set for ourselves where we can give ourselves more time to create projects and just have that time to make it better and not destroy ourselves <laughs> in the process of making it work. Uh, Cause for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. Anytime we've ever launched a project, there's always been something last minute that just causes a whole wrench <laughs> in the flow of everything. Uh, they can just totally throw it off. Uh, you know, w- w- with the hatching Matron that we have, uh, which anybody who hasn't seen it, it's mugis.io. We're super, super proud of this thing. You can hatch your own Mugin on there. Don't forget to enable the music. Extremely important. Um, but there was an issue with, uh, w- for whatever reason, the web hosting wouldn't make it a secure website uh, with the... Oh, God, I'm drawing a blank here. I'm, I'm not a website guy whatsoever. Um, 
but it was it was causing the issue with SSL certificates, where if you would punch it in with, and I think it still has this issue, <laughs> if you punch in just mugis.io, it says it's not secured. But if you add in the HTTPS in front of it, it is secured. I probably spent 12 plus hours <laughs> trying to solve this uh, with tech support, um, with uh, with our web developer from Trico Labs. Um, just it was a mess. So, I mean, little things like that can, you know, cause a whole different thing <laughs> than you were planning on originally. But, uh, you know, you just got to learn to roll with the punches and uh, regain your focus. And actually, Miss Mugen is here uh, with us now. Uh, if you want to just say a few words about uh, the collection and, you know, maybe some of your inspiration from it or something. Um, let me start off by saying I just made macaroni and cheese with peas, and this is the best <laughs> recipe on earth. Um, second of all, the Muties are so cute, and you guys are so cute, and it made me really happy hearing um, how much everyone liked it because I have crippling depression, so <laughs> that helped my mental health a little bit. And also making them help my mental health, but it also was like really painful and stressful. And I think, how many did we release? There were 300. 300. I made over like 1,500. And then he kept like cutting them down. And I'm like, <laughs> we have to save these. Look how fucking cute they are. And then he just, he like denied it. <laughs> he kept shitting on all the Mugis. <laughs> so you guys have like cream of the crop Mugis. But I have so many more that are so adorable. I don't know. Yeah, the focus was to try to make them as dissimilar as possible to really distinguish them apart. And some of them we liked so much, we kind of turned them into families of things <laughs> where you have like uh, different things that are part of the same species. And then they all kind of have different descriptions to describe their role in that uh, that society. Yeah. And it's just because they're so fucking cute. Exactly. <laughs> they're, they're too cute. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun to create, um, you know, and we, we've both been pretty busy uh, as as of late. So, uh, yeah, no, we, we really appreciate everybody who's, uh, you know, stuck with us, who minted our original stuff, because this was all uh, this is a free drop. You know, the uh, everybody received the lands if they held a Gen 1 or maybe picked one up secondhand afterwards. Uh, and then the eggs themselves got dropped to all the Gen 1 holders from the December 16th thing. So yeah, I made most of the lands and the eggs and the Mugis. <laughs> she did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Hours of sweat and tears. Less sweat, more tears. <laughs> yeah. You, you, Is there anything else to say about it? Yeah, I mean, it, when we should have like a top cutie contest. <laughs> <laughs> the cutest Mugis, like beauty pageant. <laughs> <gasps> yes. <laughs> Okay, everyone give me feedback. Yay or nay for the Muji Beauty pageant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. We'll we get some hearts. <laughs> that's <a> response. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. No, Miss Mugen here has, uh, you, you know, when we started doing AI stuff, it was just kind of, uh, you know, messing around to see how this stuff works. You know, let's... Uh, let's try to play around with this, see what we can make and have fun with it. And then it kind of spiraled. And then, you know, she, she's like a mad scientist and spent so much time making all these things. And I mean, she was making these back in like September, uh, end of August. And we're thinking like, Oh my God, we have to make these a collection. Like we cannot let these go to waste. Cause here's me trying to make weird, freaky looking stuff. And then she's making all these adorable, cute things we're like, Oh my God. <laughs> We have to use these in a collection. This will be so cool. 
Uh, so we, we were sitting on those for quite a while. Uh, yeah, we, it hurt, it hurt so bad. Yeah, she she brought up Mugis very often <laughs> when we doing the Mugis. <laughs> when we doing the Mugis. Every day, I didn't shut the fuck up about it. I bitched for so long. <laughs> and yeah, when we finally got it up. It was uh, it, it was a lot of fun. So yeah, the Mugis. I'm I'm really happy with how they turned out. Even though, uh, yeah, it's no secret, it, it almost killed us <laughs> getting those out there. Um, there's a basically a 20,000 word novel uh, that is spread out between those 300 yeah. of just the uh, descriptions on that. So anyway, yes, the, the, the Hachimatron was uh, super important to us to get that right. Uh, oh. Been, oh, wait. Does everyone like the music? Sorry, I have peas in my mouth. Yeah, the, the music is the key part. Does everyone love of it? it? Yeah, we've, we've we've had some really good feedback about the music. Does anyone likes um, Stardew Valley? <laughs> yeah, the, the music was uh, definitely inspired uh, by Stardew Valley. <laughs> it, it just it felt so perfect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was super important for us to get that right. Uh, you know, we worked with uh, Trico Labs, who are the guys behind uh, Small Dogs, and. Uh, they, they were just wonderful guys to work with. There's a link to their Twitter on mugis.io in the bottom. Um, they did a phenomenal job getting this thing programmed because it's it's not the first burn to mint mechanism on Stargaze. Um, it was the Stargazers, I think, was the first guys to do that. Um, but we wanted to really kind of expand on that and make something that didn't necessarily need to burn everything but had a fun kind of interactive way to mint something on Stargaze. Um, it's a secret. <laughs> we're doing something else. We have, we have lots of things planned. Okay. Well, I have something else planned that I am actively working on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that too. So it'll, it'll happen. So I, don't, I don't think, I don't think we've publicly announced this in one, in one of our spaces. Uh, Miss Mugen is working on her own separate collection that is separate from the, the Mugen universe. Okay. Okay. Uh, she's working on it. <laughs> she's got a lot of concepts done with it. Um, I'm so, so excited for this. It, it's kind of different than anything we've done before. Um, they're stupid. They're, they're stupid because they're cute. Yeah. <laughs> they're really, really cute. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's a project that uh, that she's been putting a lot of time into on the side here that uh, we will be launching here at some point. But uh, definitely stay tuned for that <laughs> in the future. Um, and it, it'll, it'll be a good launch, but it's, it's going to be its own separate project. You know, we're not going to make it anything, uh, you know, like the Mugen way. It's going to be its own separate contained thing that's going to be her her project there. But uh, yeah, Mugen has been... Uh, Mugis is fun. We haven't had a space since we launched Mugis, so I definitely wanted to uh, kind of talk about some stuff, and then we kind of went on a little mini hiatus there um, for kind of the holiday uh, vacation or whatever. I mean, horrible. Yeah, and also Miss Mugis back in school while she's working full time. Uh, she's got, I think, one, two more classes before you. This one and one more. She got two more classes until she's a registered nurse <laughs> officially. Yeah, if any of you guys die, it's not going to be on my fucking watch. <laughs> She's really good at what she does. Not in my house. Also, I don't want to say how many buttholes my finger has been inside. Okay, let's not. It's been horrible. 
yeah the uh <laughs> there's fun things that come with uh with being a nurse for sure that uh, i don't think i don't think many people realize <laughs> is a part of the uh the day-to-day <laughs> sorry <laughs> but uh but yeah no um so hype i know you're, you've been hanging out with us a while what's what's going on here world man what's uh what have you been up to lately i see, I see you've gone through a logo change here what's uh what's been up, up with that yeah and enlighten us he's like i don't want to fucking oh hey i don't know if uh, i don't know if it came through there i was i was asking uh i see you guys have a new logo there can you kind of uh walk us through what you've been up to and uh talk a bit about Hello. the logo can you hear me yes yeah. you're okay i'm muted how are you today i don't think you know i don't think people <laughs> ask each other how they are today you know i didn't hear not one person say hey man how are you doing today or did it did that happen <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing swell, man. How how are you doing this fine day? I think that's a great thing to uh Well, I'm doing pretty 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 good. Um so as of lately it's been uh it like we had a snowstorm down here in Texas, so I was like off work for three days, but now I'm back and um it's hitting hard. <laughs> it's hitting hard trying to be at home. But um yeah what uh what's going on with the design yeah i just felt it was a well we didn't we never had like an actual logo but i wanted to keep like the the font because that was like our logo really it was just like the font so it was just hype and then uh i was like well how can i like keep that and i was like okay well i can use like uh like a monitor like uh the windows 98 uh, icon and that's what i did and uh that border around it was actually a um i took the stargaze design like i took the the png logo i put it through uh i was gonna make like stargaze merch and um i couldn't get it right with the star like the star kept on changing like it started looking like not like a star and it was just being weird but i i eventually pulled it off where i could just get like a solid border and like where the where the computer's at, that was usually a star. Like, that was a star that went right there. If, like, you look at it, you can see the outline of the star. And that was, like, merch that I was working on for uh, Stargaze. But um, that was really it. Like, uh, it was, like, how can I keep the main font on there with, like, other elements of design? And uh, I just opted in for that. I was, like, uh, I don't know. I should probably use this for my own self uh, instead of, like, the merch. So... That's <laughs> see, I, I love that because there's so often with AI where you start off on one path and you end up somewhere totally different, and you're like, "Hey, this is better than what I was thinking of." Sweet. So uh, that's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's the direction of that, and it was just like, uh, well, I think we need like something to resemble, like, uh, like if you see a, an icon, it's like, oh, like if you know, if you see a, a dragon or like immediately I started thinking of like music and I was like, Oh, well it'd be nice to kind of keep it simple and like vintage, but like modern. <laughs> and then, um, that's like just where the idea came from. And, uh, yeah, that's it. We did, uh, well, I did like the website. I kind of updated a bit, uh, added like back then we just had like the collection and like you click on it and it goes straight to the marketplace. But, uh, now it's like with a uh, little short descriptions and, that's basically it. Um, working on like, dude, this is what fucked me up so much. It's like the Stargaze uh, listing fee. Uh, it went up to 3K and we have like at least like eight, 
eight or five projects to airdrop. And I mean, like, like it, it's not going to hurt me like to, to airdrop them, but it's like, damn, like I also wish the fee would like adjust within like creators or like, I don't know. I wish there was like some kind of guidelines where it's like, Oh, if you, if you're a creator with planned airdrops, like, Oh, you, you like your address is like whitelisted for a certain price or something like that. Which I think would have been nice. I don't know. I see Bonzi in here probably uh, hearing this or starting. It could be like a suggestion for. Uh... Yeah, I remember talking uh, at some point about, you know, the it was in the suggestions uh, section of the Stargaze Discord saying that, like, if you're a fully verified creator, then maybe there could be some whitelisted addresses that have a lower fee, which solves the issue of preventing spam from these random <laughs> addresses. But if you have like a totally unverified thing, then the, the fee would be higher. So there's some incentive to make yourself verified, you know, to, to some degree to, uh, you, know, you know, add some legitimacy to it. So it's kind of uh, still taking care of the issue of preventing spam, but also not kind of punishing people who want to do <laughs> exclusive airdrop collections or, you know, sm- smaller collections or uh, stuff like that. I want to start getting you get your hand up, man. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to chime in a little bit because I actually had this concern because um, we do a lot of airdrops ourselves. Um, so what I wanted to say is um, that when the one-to-one minter comes, if the fee is relatively cheap and you're only airdropping, say, like 200, you could... Listen, I don't know how the one-to-one minter works exactly. But I know you might be able to use it in a way to do an airdrop for like a severely reduced fee, so to speak. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, I, I don't think so. I think it's like 3K and then it's like on top of that. But I don't know. Bonds could probably clear it up. Yeah. No, I mean, like the one to one minter is separate. Like it's it hasn't been released yet. It's separate from like creating a collection. Yeah. So I, I can give and just uh my huge cave out as always this is what i would like to see this is not guaranteed that way graphene will not yell at me later when people are mad at me um so right now uh we have the standard mentor everyone knows that that went up to three thousand um i'm going to put up a discussion on commonwealth probably over this weekend uh that is going to request community funds to go to a multi-sig. And I personally was thinking, and I haven't brought it up to anyone yet, but I was thinking a multi-sig with me, Graphene, and Elka Data on it, um, where all funds are controlled by us. And the funding purpose would be, we kind of get to use at our discretion, what projects do we fund? Um, that way people that we know are legitimate we can cover the cost i see graphene doing that and i know that's i i know what the the cave out is then it's okay there's backlash right like because if we deny someone why did we deny someone versus allowing another person through this is a rough idea but um the reason i like it to some extent and more details need to be figured out is that it puts zero cell pressure. Like we're like, even if we took out 50, say $50,000 and it would be way smaller. 
none of that's being sold. Half of it is just being burned and it's just reducing the size of the community pool. So that's one thing I want to get a community fund prop up for. I'm just trying to think of um, defining how do we uh, basically say we're going to do this for one project, but not another. Um, like in Hype AI's case, if he's going to airdrop nine collections, we should not cover the cost of all nine of them if it comes out like within a month. It, you know, it's just like too many collections all at once. Uh, so there needs to be like better rules than what I just described there. Um, the one of one mentor, what I would like to see is a near zero cost entry fee uh, to create the collection somewhere between like 100 and 300 stars. Uh, reason being is that then new creators that come to the ecosystem, they're not turned away by any fee at all. They can basically get started for free. But then to add on to the one of one mentor, every time that you add an NFT, there's like a 50 star fee versus like uh, no fee. Then for the appendable collection, which would be ideal for airdrops, what I would personally like to see is a 5,000 star entry fee. So more expensive than the standard mentor. Um, but then it's like 0.1 star for every NFT added. So I forget what the break even point is, but I think it's like after so many NFTs or depending on how many collections you were going to do, the appendable collection or the appendable minter will always be the cheapest option in the long run, but it requires a higher cost up front. So the only people that should use it are people like PS Labs, where they do those lab runs every so often. So just a little bit of background on the fees. I personally as well would like to see a free mint um, where you can do zero stars, but that one I'm not 100% sure on. I feel like the cost to make it needs to be much higher. Yeah, I can definitely see, you know, some of the reasoning of why the fees were set where they were, but uh, the community is just so vast and varied. It's hard to kind of have something that encompasses all aspects uh, of the creators here. So, you know, I, I don't envy the challenge you guys have in front of you there. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm vastly aware of that. Um, while I'm up here, I do want to say, that a prop I put up for five stars that was supposed like it was going to be one. I just feed feedback from others made it go to five, but like I knew five would not fly, but now it's 0.5. So I guess it worked out better anyway. Yep. Right. With, with like the listing fees going up and like, let's say the stars price going up, like, uh, is is there any like more effective way of like removing the spam? Like like I know y'all probably like thought over this or something, but uh, as so far it's kind of worked. Like we see like less spam collections, but at like what I'm getting to, it's like okay, why should I just like I have like at least a minimum of like seven airdrops like that I need to do. 
and the question like that comes to mind is like why should i like why would i drop like these hundred dollars over here on stargaze when i can just like go over to another platform and kind of drop it for way cheaper though i might not have the same engagement or like the same community but i could use it i guess to onboard people or if they want like our stuff they will have to like go over there and like we'll airdrop it to like on another chain now the question is like what stargate is doing to like uh on wrap like i know polygon's like paying out different projects like what stargate's plan like like it's like i know y'all are building to like make everything better but like as far as like getting engagement or like marketing as far as that like do you do you have an, any clue of like what's going on there right and so again kvot uh my take starties here and i know a bunch of this could uh backfire on me if i say anything concrete at all i'm vastly aware of that and uh there's some things that i will just opt out of answering but um uh so i'll, I'll touch on the first part first uh the idea of like spam and then uh also not putting off current creators uh that community fund pool like i'm hoping is something that we can push through and you know help remove that burden upon people already here um in the long run i i think it doesn't matter like the fees can go lower we don't care about spam because it's going to be unpreventable uh the only reason why it matters like right now is because when people come to the platform there's new eyes on it and the listing fee and the mint fee, you know, it doesn't matter if it's third party, if it's a part of the average user's experience, if it's filled with spam, anyone new that comes over and they're like, well, what is all this? Like, I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to stay here. And then they leave. So while we're still in the growth stage, um, the concept is, is that we want it to be an appealing uh, platform for new users and if they look at the sales feed and everything's just selling for like two cents, five cents, like no one knew's coming over. It's just how it's going to work. They're going to be like, well, why would I go here when the average price of an NFT is 25 cents? They won't. Um, then when it comes to what are we doing with growth? Um, let me think about this carefully before I speak. Um, so we do, I don't, I don't, I think I can say it, but like, uh, we're like, we are reaching out to, uh, other networks and bringing them on board. Um, we have a few coming up in the next few months, um, just to try to like break into other ecosystems and off of the people that we bring in, if they see success, then we reach out to those people again and say, Hey, do you have any our friends that are doing this? Um, so that's one of the things that we're focused on. On top of that, this part, this part, heavy, heavy KVOT, because I don't know if it's going to fly through governance, um, but I still really, really like the idea of referrals. Um, and what I mean by referrals is just a, a basically a bounty pool where it's like, hey, if you refer a project or an artist over to us, you get a hundred bucks and it, it would just be a similar thing where it's through a multi-sig and they need to get a featured spot. 
I still personally think the referral method would be the single best way to onboard. Um, but I, I've gotten, um, I, I haven't gotten a hundred percent good feedback on that idea, but that's my personal take. Uh, another one that has been talked about, Stardy would know more or might know more, but we, I know it has been talked about using the Stargaze handle to host um, spaces that are like community focused where any project can come up and talk and just kind of like, you know, start these spaces and hopefully get some more um, conversation with new artists uh, coming in and help get them visibility and traction right away. Uh, I don't want to promise that because that is not something that has been confirmed yet. And there are a few other things uh, like we just got listed on DeFi Llama, I believe uh, we got listed on stock twits, uh, cross chain NFT daily volume updates. Um, so we're getting on kind of more broader range uh, spots just for more visibility. So I might be missing some things, but I think that's a good overview without me getting myself in trouble. <laughs> you know, I'm still a big proponent of uh, doing a brave browser ad, but uh, you know, that's just me. But uh, no, oh, um, no. Oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, well, yes, okay, Stardy. I forget who recommended that idea originally. It might have been me. you, Morton. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I brought, uh, okay, yeah. I I brought that up. It, it didn't happen, but I mean, I agree. I think I think that's a very. I don't know the cost, but I, I still do like the Brave browser. Like, I don't know if anyone's noticed, but the community pool is the largest it's ever been. I know other Cosmo chains have used it very poorly, and I'm looking at Juno. Uh, I'll just say it, but like. <laughs> Stargaze is so conservative with the community pool. Like, I, you know, to me, I'm like, uh, there's a lot to work with there that is not super high risk, in my opinion. We need a Stargaze stadium. <laughs> Maybe for like a, a local Little League baseball team or something. <laughs> uh, no, the, the Brave Browser thing, I mean, it's you earn the the brave cryptocurrency uh by using the browser so like the vast majority of its users are well versed in the crypto space and i'm sure a very small percentage of those are involved uh in the cosmos ecosystem and even smaller uh in the stargaze ecosystem so just saying that's uh <clears throat> i think that's a that's a good investment uh to get some some new eyeballs on it but uh well and you know don't and to build off of that, like voice your opinions in the Discord. I, I keep telling people this now because a lot of times people DM me directly. So I bring up stuff like in gated channels and all they see is Bonzi is saying this. They don't see the five people who have been bugging me about it for months. And then they look in suggestions and changes wanting to be made and there's nothing there. So the concept they just look at it and they're like, well, no one wants this. It's just Bonzi saying it like people need to like 
they need to make it so it's known publicly. Telling me does not help make changes. I can relay info, but it needs to be seen on a wider scale. That's very true. I got to start uh, posting more in the Stargaze Discord. <laughs> is there is there an ideal channel to voice these opinions in? Oh, you know, just take Shane directly in the general chat. Uh, do suggestions. Do suggestions. And do not tag admins. <laughs> <laughs> I always love seeing everyone's re- the, the admins' reactions to tagging uh, admins for, you know, you get the 10 people a day that join that want to advertise something. <laughs> They're selling something. And uh, oh, those, those are always fun to uh, to witness. Oh, I know. Like, there's some where people will do a joke and I, like, delete their comment. I'm like, okay, I know you think it's funny to tag Shane, but I promise you, I would rather deal with you being mad at me than having Shane see you got tagged for, like, you know, just saying when and then just saying <laughs> Shane Stargate. <laughs> when Moon at Shane. <laughs> Basically. Like I've I've had to do that before and people get upset. I'm like, no, like just tag an ambassador. Like we can deal with it, but like I don't even know Shane's schedule, but Ruin is on calls like all of the time. And I know most of like the core core team is like that. So it's not like, I don't know, like, I know people always say or like think like, oh, I'm sure they have some free time, but not like, not really. (laughs) I was going to say they, they do have a very dedicated team and that, that gives me a lot of hope for the, for the future of Stargaze. You know, we, we haven't moved to any other platforms. Um, We like Stargaze a whole lot and it's, it's uh, it's not frustrating it's just kind of like come on let's 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 get some advertisements going let's let's make some big splashes because i think they do have a really cool product i mean randomized minting on a blockchain bam right there <laughs> that's an amazing advertisement right there you know and it's I, I feel like they've they've got the design, you know, chops within the team to to put something out there to to make this kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I th- I think integrating more advertisements coming straight from Stargaze themselves would probably generate a lot more eyeballs that aren't already in the ecosystem. Because, like, I, you know, I don't have access to any numbers. I'm I'm purely talking out of my ass here. But if we likely if we took the demographic of everybody that uses stargaze it's probably like 95% cosmos defi dgens <laughs> you know um who talk to other cosmos Def- defi dgens that you know it's the, you know it's, there's probably not too many people who are going right from OpenSea straight over to stargaze you know what i mean or, or one of the other uh, like rareable or, or whatever the big platforms are you know it's i i, I doubt somebody would have even heard of it so the more advertising you do for something just the more people are like oh well this is an advertisement for this thing like they must be doing something right if they're advertising for it Um, right and so this part uh sort of related sort of not i like especially with governance like lately it's been super hot topic but like the only reason i started getting in 
to governance is basically because no one no one cares and no one does anything, even though everyone can do something. Um, like in the past week, I've had three people that realistically are you know fairly you know large in the space that complain. They're like, "Why is it a ten percent fee?" And I told both of them, "I'm like, hey, if you want to start up a Commonwealth prop." Yeah, I'll show, like I'll run you through it and I'll do the actual prop for you. Um, or you can do the prop and I can walk you through that too. I was like, this can change. The team has asked it, you know, do you think it needs to be lower before? So I have two people that it is a massive concern to them, but they don't write anything. So like half of the reason, like I'm putting up props and you're going to see them from me is because other people are think are like thinking it, but no one's doing it. Like, I don't know. It, and I think some of the, the the reasons for that happening. I mean, like, if somebody would ask, so me for example, I I do a lot of crypto stuff, but I don't do like propose proposals or stuff like that. That's something I've never really considered. Typically, because it costs so much to do one. In a lot of cases, you know, maybe not stargaze, but you know, if you want to put through an atom proposition you're going to shell out a crazy amount of money to do so so that wasn't even something that was on my radar is like something that was a possibility to do so i think that same sentiment is probably shared throughout most of the creators and like if somebody wants to get some answers on something they're probably just going to post it on discord because they're not thinking to you know look towards a prop to get something done you know, right. and I, I think there's that's where some of uh, the gap might be coming from, because I think the the Stargaze team is kind of on that prop mindset where like none of the creators are. Well, <laughs> so there's like, and, that separation. Well, and uh, uh, regarding the fee, it's a five thousand star deposit. You get paid back um, unless it's no with veto. If that's the winning vote, then you don't get paid back. But otherwise you get paid back. Uh, so whatever 5,000 stars, like 150 that, you know, is locked for three days and then you get it back. Um, and then for the whole Commonwealth thing, universally, I think every non-dev wants that off of Commonwealth. Commonwealth, no one, no one cares about. It has no visibility. It adds extra steps. Uh, most people just want it on Discord. That said, I don't, I don't know if it's going to change. Uh, hype, do you want to go? Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask. All right, so like, I'd rather much spend like five thousand than on the long run spend twenty thousand stars if I just start a prop, right? Like, that's how much it usually um, like costs, like five. Yeah, so you can just start a conversation on a discussion on Commonwealth and they like, you should do this before it goes to a prop and you only need to leave it up for like three days, even if no one comments. Um, when you make a prop, it's going to uh, ask you to deposit 5,000 stars. It's 5,000 stars always, um, unless governance changes it. That 5,000 stars will sit in deposit for the three days your vote is live. And then once the vote is done, you are returned the 5,000 stars um, unless it is a no with veto, which you'd have to make a pretty bad prop for. Okay. And uh, you're willing to help me with this prop, right? Like, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right, yeah, because I feel like at least there should be at least, like, more leniency against, like, creators who, like, have stuff planned. And I think I overplanned it. But I also, like, thought I'd probably pump all this stuff out, like, sooner than I thought. But, um, yeah, I feel like there should be some some kind of, like, either, like, a whitelisted addresses or, like, like you said, like, a community-funded, like, uh, like, a wallet where, like, because eventually these fees, like uh, like a collection fee, is just going into the community. So it's like there's no dumping of these like tokens t- technically, if you get what I'm saying. No, it, yeah, no. The only thing it really does is it, you know, the community pool reduces, but otherwise it's j- just uh, reducing the total supply uh, by burning quicker. Um, for the whitelist, what I will say is I don't think that will ever happen. I think there's a lot of tech issues with that and a lot of manual maintenance. Um, and that was the only reason that I uh, had mentioned the like kind of multi-sig, either discretion or voting process uh, for new projects. Right. Or like uh, reimbursement. <laughs> oh, that could be a thing. I don't know. Oh, I I actually do like reimbursement more because otherwise there could be the chance that, you know, they just cut and run. Um, yeah, I, I'm being fi- fine with reimbursement too. Uh, new creators from outside of the space that come in, if they're featured, I've, I would like it to make it so that's always free. And that's just for my own sanity. Going on outreach, like, I don't know what the total is. I think it's like 150, 175 people I've contacted or something, um, different projects. And I'm just a random dude. When I say, oh, yeah, you can make free money. But yeah, when they ask, is there a fee? And I say, yes, it's like, oh, well, this is a scam. So I I definitely want to make that free for especially like creators outside the system who don't know what Stargaze is. Right. Yeah, we can, uh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll get in touch here because, um, yeah, I feel like the reimbursement thing could be like a possibility. It's like, okay, like, uh, it's if you're a project and you're planning, like you have a certain roadmap and that roadmap includes airdrops. Let's say at the end of the at the end of the reimbursement period, like you only get reimbursed if you completed that roadmap. Like that's a, just an example, and like you did these airdrops, so like those airdrops get eventually like either you get like fifty percent back or something. But that would be like kind of cool. Oh yeah, honestly, I say a hundred percent. I. I'm just doing a rough calculation here, but there's like $21 million in the community pool. And since Stargaze has been live, I think less than 200,000 has ever been requested. I don't think it should go wild, right? Like I don't want in Juno where like they just spend it on anyone who wants a dollar. But like if it is something that is impossible to cause like sell pressure on the token, and it just encourages creators to create more. Like to me, I don't know. I feel like the amount requested could be even like a hundred K and realistically no one should care. 
Um, I wouldn't put it up for that because I think people will care. Um, but that's my personal opinion. And uh, I know you also said like stuff as far as like front end, it's not like a decentralized. I mean, I, I don't have like much of an issue with it. like much of the stuff that's going on. It's just like lack of communication, I guess. But like, uh, and I mean, I guess that's all internal also. But can somebody just make a prop to change the front end also? Or is that? <laughs> no. no. So the uh, think of the front end is like, okay, we or Stargaze made this. Uh, there could be a different marketplace that, you know, did the same thing and has different rules. But the front end, the website, uh, what they show on their website is 100% uh, up to them at the end of the day um, for like the launch pad changes. Uh, we had discussed that internally and the mindset essentially was every, uh, I shouldn't say every almost over 90% of launch pad projects in since stargaze since probably June or July probably since July, over 90%, so like 9 out of 10, overestimate what they can make on Launchpad. And it's happened so much where it was just like, all right, we got to do something about this. Like, okay, like creator who just started, you can't make a 5,000 collection at $10 a piece. Like you just can't. Like, and it's really hard to communicate that and get people to agree so that was a part where now we're just gonna say and this is me um like i'm the person i'm starting to call myself just the deliverer of bad news i don't know (laughs) starting i feel like i should get that title (laughs) all i've been doing in the past two weeks is just telling people bad news (laughs) but um so now with featured collections like we say okay you have to be here or lower um they're almost universally about 3xing what they can realistically make so we're just putting a hand in and just saying guys like we want the platform to look good and second even though you might hate me right now for telling you you got to lower the price probably 95 times out of a hundred you're you as a project are going to make more money taking this advice and lowering the cost because you're not going to kill your uh kill your collection and make it dead on arrival by misgaging the market that is very easy to do i will say (laughs) I, i you know when i started delivering the bad news i was bad about it now I'm just like, okay, guys, like, no, you just got to do this. I'm like, I have 12 other conversations of people telling me the same thing. And I'm like, we've already done this for a few months and we see how it plays out every time. Yeah, I can imagine, uh, you know, everyone there just breathing a sign of relief. I like we, we minted out or something. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's I mean, it's really that, though. It's uh, some things you can adjust. And I get that. Like, 
uh, some people need a specific collection size or, you know, it's designed to be a larger collection. Um, the larger collections are just, I mean, they're just tougher. And um, I don't know, it, like it is a positive change. Uh, it's just, I'm not stoked to be the guy who's always, <laughs> always giving people the bad news. Well, like one thing I was like, uh, it just kind of didn't make sense unless y'all are, I don't know. I'm like, who thought about this? Cause it doesn't make sense. Like, okay. Like, let's say for example, our project's like at 75% and you need like 5% every week. Let's say there comes another project. Like I know there's a few projects on the launch pad that are like 30%. They have like a more longer li- uh, lifetime. So, like, my idea was, like, why didn't they just, like, estimate how long it takes for this collection of mints out and then put that for everybody? Um, so, and this is kind of, like, one of the things that runs into the same uh, issues that everything else does. Like, it's hard to make, like, a one-size-fits-all solution um, with the change of... So the change is this, um, when you get a featured spot, you have six weeks free reign. And then at the six week mark, we require an additional 5% to get minted every week from there on out until it's done. Uh, you can mint to yourself, you can airdrop holders, you can burn, you can put them up for auction. Um, it doesn't matter how, but, uh, basically we want to keep the front end clean right now. And we talked about this earlier in messages, but right now they show every project on feature, even if it minted out, uh, there's going to, I, I honestly don't know when this is happening, but I think there's going to be some redesign coming where that's going to get cleaned up. And I think this is just a prereq for that. Um, projects that were here before the change uh it obviously affected them you know hype like yours the most because it did come out of nowhere um so that one you know i can't really say anything more than it's just to keep a uniform rule that's easier to manage uh we have a notion doc where uh every project that's featured we have to track and each week update the percentages so if there's a single uh rule it just removes confusion oh shoot he disconnected that makes sense so i mean i even think having like uh you know three separate tabs you know one for the everything one for minting now and then another for like uh you know, sold collections or like uh, past features or even some kind of thing that was like all the collections that are strictly on the marketplace now, uh, but no longer on the technical launch pad. And then the launch pad could be left to the ones that are still minting. Yeah. And I, you know, I, not my call, uh, but like what I would like to see is not and hype mentioned this too, where it's not a one and scroll down. Like it's really bad for visibility after like the third project. Um, Featured probably does not help you that much if you're like six projects down. Um, But like, I would like to see the featured tab and it's more of like a box situation, a tile where there's multiple listed on the first line. 
I'd like to see once the one on one minter comes out a uh, featured, you know, auction tab, uh, trending auction tab, trending, you know, like basically the UI of Stash um, is more so what I'd like to see where you don't just look at the first project that's there and then you're done. There's different things to check out on the website. That's what I would like to see. Stardy or Graphene, thoughts? Oh, hey guys. Can you hear me? Hello, yeah. Yeah, okay. So I first squad. <laughs> um, congrats to Stargaze Kingdoms. I'm super happy for for you guys. Uh really, really glad that you minted out and it happened so fast like the last the last few days like it was it was kind of crazy and i i had just left my house when i when i when it, it minted out and then i i came back and it was like oh it's gone what <laughs> how come <laughs> but i was i was really really happy for you and about like i came in to speak i think yeah i was was talking about um doing a proposal on commonwealth i just want to tackle on that for a little bit so anyone can do um a commonwealth pro, pro uh, a commonwealth discussion and then put a proposal on chain but the thing is that any code changes um, would need to have that code as well. So you can't really say like, oh, I want um, something that is not hard coded or like not um, not a simple, a, a simple change into a fee, for example, but something else, it needs to have that code attached. And so it's not as simple as just making the proposal. You you kind of have to have that kind of knowledge to do so. So I just wanted to comment on that because I think maybe the idea that you had before I, I don't remember clearly, but um so so I think you would need to have a dev behind it. Uh so yeah, that that's what I wanted to comment. Uh, circling back from the discussion before, because <laughs> so so that's it, guys. <laughs> yeah, thank you about that. Yeah, I feel like uh, Bonzi had uh, mentioned that uh, like about like, a couple of weeks ago, like how uh, proposals are kind of weird uh, like that. But yeah, like uh, I feel like the proposal that uh. Bonzi stated about like using the community funds that I mean like I don't think that requires like a uh, hard coding or much and I mean like I'm down to like split the <laughs> split the deposit with Bonzi or anything to like try to get that try to do something with that as far as like even reimbursing creators or like make creators feel like okay come build keep building with us or something like that Oh yeah, totally. So community uh, pool proposals that you know spend the community pool, then yeah, you don't really have to code anything. You just need to put that on chain. Right, and like uh, as far as like 
okay, so like proposals that need coding, is there any like assistance that like Stargaze provides for this? Or like, I know y'all can also do it, but like, let's say I needed something that didn't, I had no coding knowledge, but I'd like to make a change. Is there a way for me to still make a change? If I have no knowledge of coding or any developer or anything like that, like let's just say I'm a new user, I love Stargaze, I love everything except a few minor things that are hard-coded, and I'm like a creator with literally nothing. Can I like ask the Stargaze team, or how does that work? Okay, so I guess it will depend on what change do you want to do you want to see, like if it's something. Uh, simple or complicated. I know that you know the dev team is pretty busy, <laughs> but I'm sure that if it's something that community wants and it's something fairly simple, they could arrange a time to do it too. But I'm not going to you know um, say that a hundred percent because it actually depends on what exactly you want to change and know how the community feels about it and to build on to that so things that don't require coding are called text proposals um, generally the community uh, pool fund can be this and there's one other type uh, I forget what it is but then anything that is coding related th there's things called parameter changes so like that listing fee is built into the contract already. Parameter changes just means that, okay, we're gonna update one number in the code from option A to option B. Uh, it requires coding, but like the team can basically immediately help you out on any parameter changes because it's, it's so simple. Um, the things that require a lot of coding are when people ask things like, what if we had a 24-hour cooldown between listing fees? Because now it's, okay, well, now we have to go back into the code, and then we need to add this logic that doesn't exist there. So it's a much bigger issue when, um, I don't know, if you guys see me talk on Discord, I, I actually copy-pasted a note of reasons why I tell people, we like, why I use the word not feasible, just because a lot of people don't, understand like what they ask seems simple but is extremely complex a lot of a very large portion of people like um uh, don't really know the lot like how that works on the back end um so the ones that don't fall in parameter and are not community funding those are generally the ones where it, there's less guarantee of it being pushed through because it goes through and then it's okay stargaze team can you find the time to code this and do what this proposal says i was gonna say i think uh the number one requested thing for the longest time was that randomized minting where on surface level it seems easy on the back end that is not easy <laughs> exactly uh and actually a bonzi not, not to uh change the topic mildly here. Uh, but I'm going to contact you about a proposal I do want to run through related to advertising. Uh, so I really like that you came in and explained this stuff because I had no idea how simple this was. 
to get this going. <laughs> I always assumed this was some like complicated thing that you had to have some kind of advanced knowledge to get going. But uh, you know, if if you want to help me get this to uh, fruition here, uh, I am one hundred percent down to fund that and get it going. No, one hundred percent. I I am more than happy to help you with that. Uh, this part, I technically have no obligation to you know put through proposals that the team agrees or disagrees with. But I also really do not like to say, hey, what do you guys think about this idea? And then if they don't like it, I just, with my role, I do not feel comfortable putting up, you know, just basically asking and then saying they hated it and now I'm going to put it up anyway. So I really want people to get into it because it's a really good way for me not to like, I don't know, just be in that position where I'm that guy. Bonzi doesn't, <laughs> doesn't want to be the, the center of attention. <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, yeah, this dude Bonzi. Yeah, it's... <laughs> 100% do not mind, uh, you know, posting everything because I've had some ideas I've been kicking around forever, but it, I never really saw a pathway to get those to to come to light here so I'll, I'll i'll be in contact with you to you know how to do it the right way and all the right commonwealth stuff and uh, i think it'd be pretty cool to get some advertising going within stargaze um and uh, you, you know just it, it, i've talked about this on previous spaces just in case i do have some minor experience with this so i'm not just uh talking out of my ass here um so i, I think there's there's definitely some paths we can take to uh you know get some things where the community would respond to, I would assume the community would see that and be like, Oh, that is a good idea. Let's, that's a great use of money. Uh, that will get more people over here. Um, stuff like that. So just, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll DM it, DM it about that stuff. And we'll, uh, we'll go from there. No, perfect. And again, I love that. Cause like, I realized that as soon as after the listing fee, like, you know, one of the guys, actually it's probably two or three were like, Oh, what validator is yours? I'm not undelegated. I'm like, I like, it's the same thing with NFT switch. I'm like, I really don't care. Like my, my opinion and what I think I is rarely what I like my priority in terms of like what I'm saying or voting for. So like, I see that I'm like, God damn it. Like I don't want it either, but like I'm the guy who put it up. So everyone, you know, thinks that's like what I thought was perfect. I'm like, no, it's not. So yeah, no, I would love to have, other people like you know who want to and have ideas to help them you know set up and be able to do that in the future yeah i'll absolutely attach my name to everything <laughs> don't don't you fret <laughs> no, they'll, they'll, they'll save me they'll save me like a few headaches <laughs> no I, I think it'll be cool here because i mean you, you know you mentioned it it is a pretty vast fund and the, the fact that such a small percentage of that has been used so far um, you know, even kicking loose, you know, 1% of that could do wonders, uh, you know, if, if put in the right place. So I, I think it, it would benefit everybody for just having more people on the platform or at least more attention to the platform, more uh, legitimacy in the eyes of the greater public than, you know, DeFi DGENs. <laughs> so I think, uh, I think there's definitely some cool steps to take here. 
No, right. And uh, the other thing is, too, and I saw this all the time, was like um, people would be like, why did the Stargaze team push this through quietly? It's like, it's not them. After they, on Levana, they publicly back that. They stay way out of governance from ever since that because they're like, uh, with all the chatter and stuff. So now, like, to the best of my knowledge, they stay out of governance in the public opinion unless it's something that they personally have been like working on. Um, and even then, I like, I don't know if they, you know, speak too concretely on it, but like a lot of people think it's like the team deciding and it, it's really not like it really isn't. I can tell you that the appendable collection they were starkly against and that passed like, so yeah, I don't know. There's definitely like a misunderstanding there of how the team is involved with governance. Cause they're really not. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I think that's something that's just not discussed very often, or there's not a lot of people who have that information. So, you know, they just kind of assume that again, like I talked, I touched on a little bit earlier. I know a decent amount about crypto stuff. I don't know anything about proposals. (laughs) So, you know, I I could probably assume there's a large chunk of people who, when they see a proposal, they just assume that's from the Stargaze team. No, I I mean, I think you're right. I like, I personally, I don't, I don't really want to be involved in governance. I'm not really a big fan of it, but like, I, I, I'm getting into it just because I, I don't know, you know, this is, like my project's home and like I so many things can be changed and it's changed through governance. So that's really the only reason like uh, I'm trying to get involved at all with it. Bonzi, I don't think you get enough credit for what you do. <laughs> You're very appreciated. <laughs> Thank you. I know I, I appreciate it. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I've always told people too is like, it's a unique position because I can say what I think the team is thinking and explain it without it being representative directly of the team. Yeah, that makes sense. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I'm, I'm really excited about this because this, this opens up so many more doors for, for things we can do. Cause I mean, I think I asked the question, God, this was probably like in April <laughs> of last year no it it probably probably a little bit later it was uh it was one of the first couple creator chats that they had like the uh where they have the stargate spaces where they interviewed the stuff and then questions afterwards uh because i remember asking you know what are what are some plans for advertising and basically got the response of you know oh well the creators advertise the stuff and i was like oh i remember that actually (laughs) (laughs) i was kind of like shocked a little bit i was like oh i I mean, I guess, <laughs> but uh, there's definitely some room to, uh, you know, to, to expand with that. Cause I mean, it's it, the, the mentality I'm thinking is like, okay, I don't know if anybody here is into any YouTube stuff or they, they have a favorite YouTube person that they've seen grow. 
it used to be in the very I, I'm, I don't know if I'm dating myself right now, um, but back when YouTube was like a brand new thing, if anybody had a sponsorship, it was like, oh, my God, those sellouts. I can't believe they would do this. And over time, it kind of evolved into this thing where they're like, oh, my God, this person's got sponsorships. They made it. They're doing great. And that just adds legitimacy to it. So I think kind of having that same kind of thing to stargaze of being visible on relatively well-known platforms because you know there are some because it's crypto stuff there's like limitations to where you can advertise the things to um just if anybody's ever tried to like monetize a post on like twitter or something you know they have rules against cryptocurrencies so there's limited places where you can actually do that but the avenues that do do that kind of stuff you know there, there's a lot of good options to take there and it just adds that legitimacy to the team is regardless of how it works. Like we all know now it's the Commonwealth. (laughs) These are the decisions that make this kind of stuff happen. But the people that aren't aware of that now see, okay, the community funding is being shelled out in this very small percentage, but it's, it's being stretched a long way to just bring more people into the ecosystem. So I think it'll add that layer of legitimacy to like, Oh my God, look, the Stargaze team is putting money into their product to, to get it advertised, even though we, we all know that's not what's actually happening. But a lot of people will think that and it'll just add that more, much more legitimacy to it. And, you know, maybe somebody who's heard of Stargaze before and like hopped on it when it was brand new and saw that like maybe they, they saw the collections were out there and maybe they're like, you know, bored a yacht club NFT, you know, maxis or something. And that's the kind of stuff they like. They didn't see their kind of stuff on there. So they're like, eh, maybe I'll check back later. And they just forgot about it. There's, there's probably thousands of those people. <laughs> um, right. That, you know, just need a reminder of, hey, this thing exists. And if they see an advertisement for it, they're like, whoa, they're advertising this stuff? Like, okay. You know, if they see a recognizable thing. That's like, right. you know, to, to put that into some context, let's say you have like a local, uh, I don't know, restaurant thing that's like specific to your area only and then you see their advertisements online you're like whoa hey look at them (laughs) you know it's it's like that's awesome i wonder what they're up to it it just kind of sparks that you know memory for people that are familiar with it so i think it's a win-win all around but uh, yeah we'll we'll definitely talk about uh you know some ideas with that oh definitely and i see i I've, i've spoken about this a bit but like not a ton but um there was like one project that I personally wanted to funded and it wasn't like a small, a dollar amount. Um, their project had only done about 80 Ethereum in volume and the project, everyone looked at the project and was like, well, they're not that big. What's the point? Like, but what they don't know is like the team behind it, the two people, the developer of their team regularly makes custom smart contracts on Ethereum, and he has a ton of proof of that. And he also is the developer for three projects that have over a thousand Ethereum. So every validator I talked to was like, why the hell would we do this? And I really hate the fact that developers have so much power in governance. I think developers have some, you know, I'm going to throw on the casual, no offense, but obviously I'm taking a shot at them, but I don't think they have the best judgment when it comes to that kind of stuff. So like when we try, if we tried to do something like Levana again, no matter what project it was, 
even if it's not in the top 10 NFT projects of all time, everyone's going to be like, well, why would we give them $200,000? And it'd be like, what do you mean? Like, that's the ultimate advertising tool. So I, the funding and the way it's done, I think doing that kind of passive advertising, uh, not passive, but like not directly giving money to an art project is going to be so much easier to pass and a much higher success rate and not cause battlefields. Whereas anytime you try to bring, you know, a big project over and you try to fund them, it ain't going to work. Yeah, it's definitely, it, it raises more eyebrows than it does uh, smiles and, and stuff like that. You know, I think uh, having something that's detached from other products, projects like that would probably be pretty well received. Um, and this one, not super related, but so that make uh, target carbon neutral proposal. I didn't care last year, but this year, Obviously, no one looked last year. I looked this year, and at the beginning, they were requesting near $20,000. And I looked at the formula that they're using, right, to make this. It is three numbers being multiplied together. Every number had 150% safety margin in it. So the dollar amount they requested to begin with was exponentially higher than what is realistically needed. And then in one equation, they were essentially assuming that every validator on Stargaze, which there's over, uh, and including the active set, there's over 150 of them, they were calculating their cost at approximately 14 times the cost that was likely. So I, you know, I just went on it and I like wrote up a small report and I was like, this is probably th like 300% of what we actually need. And it's still too much to give you guys. But here, even with it being 300% higher, we can spend $3,000 to make carbon or stargaze carbon neutral instead of the 20 grand. And I know last year, basically, we probably just threw away 25 grand down the gutter. Uh, because no one bothered to take 30 minutes to look at what they were requesting and how it was calculated. So like eyes on governance and the way it works is it's so broken right now. Like no one cares and anything can get passed through as long as like you can convince the validators who don't actually like look into it. And, you know, I don't know. I, I, I have so many complaints about how it works. No, I've literally seen people on uh, different YouTube people from this ecosystem. One day they're like, "Oh yeah, I totally support this," and like literally the next day, why this is bad? <laughs> like, right. Uh, <laughs> I think the biggest one lately is the um, the Cosmos um, grant program that got made. So I don't know if you're familiar with it, but uh, the concept is they're yeah. going to try to onboard <laughs> the part. And that part, I, I'm not knowledgeable enough to speak on, but the part that mattered was they're requesting funds to keep the grant team running. The people that put up the prop decided that they were going to pay themselves an average salary of $240,000 per year. So how, like, you just see stuff like that. It's like the idea isn't bad, but you see these five guys that are just trying to get rich off of it. Like they, 
why? Like, and that, I think that one passed. Uh, I, I guess I'd have to double check, but like governance is, it's not good. It's like, I don't know. I, you see stuff like that. And it's like, you know, one of those dudes is just a bookkeeper who makes $40,000 and now he's getting paid 240 grand a year. Like, how does that make sense? He's just taking advantage of it. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I don't know. It's pretty common for that to happen in the ecosystem. I think it's happened with Juno quite a few times, too. But I'm just trying to make it so Stargaze is, I don't know, held up to a higher regard. And to be fair, thus far, I think Stargaze has had the least amount of shady proposals. like. So, yeah, <laughs> definitely compared to other ecosystems. Yeah, they've uh, they definitely have that going for them. <laughs> oh, yeah. And again, like in Cosmos, uh, like their community pool, 700K is nothing. But it's just the fact that like it's not about the dollar amount. It's the fact that now you are giving people money to manage this who at their core are just they have bad morals, right? They have bad intentions. They're like, well, we have this great idea. Wouldn't it be cool if we could slip in all of us gain a ton of money for free also? So like, they're not the right people. Like that's not the team you want running that. Yeah. And I think too, like if we have a proposal that's kind of from creators and we'll definitely be doing some, some squad consulting before this thing gets, uh, you know, built up here. But, we all benefit from having more people on the platform. You know, we, we have our own ways within the platform to earn revenue off of, you know, IE our projects. So having more people with eyeballs on those is kind of a win-win for the projects involved. And none of us are necessarily trying to bleed the funds dry for our own <laughs> needs. You know, it's, it's kind of like this helps everyone together in like a more, uh, kosher way to you know have it go through so hopefully i like the fact that stargaze has five or six community project run validators i think that's huge um what i'm and going back to the dev thing i don't like the fact that devs have so much power um universally especially in cosmos right now any funding proposal developers generally just view as sell pressure which directly hurts them because community funding uh, proposals have been done so poorly in every other chain in the ecosystem. So a lot of getting props passed through, uh, the community will help, but like you need to reach out to the biggest guys and be like, do you guys support this? Um, and I, I'm not to bring up this, but like, I know that, um, like the FT switch guy, like he talked to a bunch of validators. So like, you know, if he puts that up for a prop and if, you, if it were to pass, it's because he's talking to the validators of uh, the community, realistically speaking, has um, not that much say, uh, unfortunately, in terms of real voting power, they can signal to validators what they want to see. And you hope that validators want to, um, you know, do what the community wants to do. Um, but you can see time and time again that that's not always the case. 
So I like I'm hoping that it's better, but especially when it comes to advertising or funding, usually there's a little bit of extra care that's needed because the validators will view it as sell pressure. So you need to get these big players on board to get these types of props passed. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And I think uh, reaching out preemptively will probably be the smoothest way to get this uh, this over because, you know, I, I can't think of any specifically that come to mind, but I, I've definitely seen situations where the community as a whole was like, hell no <laughs> to whatever it was. And it still passed anyway because all the validators voted yes. Yep. Um, so I, I don't know. I have like... I literally have a, it's not really a document, but I have like quiff notes on all the validators that I think are relevant and reachable. And like, I, I kind of keep that handy from time to time for when I need to, I don't know, get feedback. And I just ask like, Hey, at face value, would you vote yes for this? If no, why? And I try to talk to them privately because if you do it on a public forum, it never changes anyone's mind. People already knew what they were going to say before they jumped up. No, I, de- I definitely agree. And yeah, that's a. Uh, I'm actually really excited for this. This is pretty cool. Me too. <laughs> yeah. we, we we could use some cool advertisement stuff, and I, I think it'll just help stargaze in every every facet and you know different area. So. Uh, yeah, but uh, no, I, I appreciate you coming on and giving us some insight about this stuff because uh, this is stuff I had no idea, you know, how this stuff works. Um, and that's that's the beauty of these these spaces, too, is they kind of it, it's kind of a going thing with our spaces. They start off as one thing and they kind of segue into just other stuff. And it, <laughs> it just turns into uh, kind of hanging out and talking about uh, different stuff. Uh, so, yeah, this, is, this started, Jesus, uh, we're two and, a, two and a half hours in. <laughs> so, uh I think I'm going to be calling it a night here because uh, yeah, that's a, that's a heck of a long time. I typically plan these to last like, you know, half hour, 45 minutes, maybe an hour. And they always seem to go at least, at least two and a half hours. Uh, but uh, oh, yeah, Stargate's games, you got your hand up, but what's up, man? Uh, you want to do that giveaway real quick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did you, how did you want to uh, do the giveaway? Uh, uh, well, we got uh, 2000 stars here to use. So, Maybe we can have four winners, I'm thinking. Yeah, do you want to uh, like uh, either assign everybody a number or that we can do like a uh, thinking of a number between something and then the first person to guess it or you know, however you want to do it. Uh, uh, I was just thinking you can just, I don't know, do like a random number spin and then I can just, you could just count, you know, down the line and then that's the winner. Like on the, on your spaces there. <laughs> yeah, give give me a minute here. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a thing to uh, to where this has numbers. You know, just whatever whoever the count is. You know, just whatever number it picks, and then they're the winner. I'll do a a random number generator here. I'll I'll post the results on our Discord just so you guys can see it's an actual actual thing here. Uh, yeah, I just need a couple minutes to get this put together here. So uh, while while I'm doing this, uh, Starius Kingdom, you know what's what what's the next immediate step uh, for you guys in your uh, progression with stuff? Um, well, like I said, we got uh, the lotto two coming out. Um, 
think we actually put a sneak peek in the sensor um, as uh, you know, one of the generated uh, pieces. So, yeah, that I do believe that's coming out sometime in February. Um, in terms of Ross, uh, we want to, oh, yeah, no, no, uh, Reggie wanted me to mention this before I forget. Um, he, he's doing like a, uh, before we did like a, we like to do like kind of like, I guess, contest where like the fastest person that has all the answers wins. And we, we did like this, uh, I think it was like, like a squad type of meme and it was like find the differences. So for this one, um, we're going to be put together like a quiz and it's basically guess who made the trade. So because we have so many trades, you know, we've had guest creators like Graphene and Captain Gusto. So, you know, we just, they're all kind of mixed together, things like that. And we can guess them the fastest time or whoever gets the most answers. Well, you know, we got some prizes to give for that. So, yeah, no, that's, that's something we're doing, you know, just to, uh, you know, to look it out and kind of do the celebration type of thing. Awesome, man. Yeah, I got the, uh, the list put together here, and I don't want to forget, we got the captain of the Wad Squad in here who's been hanging out with us for a minute. Uh, you know, I, I know you jumped up here to go on the speaker thing a while ago, and we kind of just segued probably a hundred times since. But uh, it's always good having you up here, man. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I've just been, I've just been chilling, like, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's good seeing you up here, man. It's, uh, I've been enjoying that, uh, that surprise drop you guys had with the Reaper Wads was freaking sweet, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty fun making those. Oh, thank you, Jinx. No, those turned out awesome. <laughs> Sweet. Hell yeah. I, I'm really happy everybody likes them. For real. Uh, now I've just got to gotta figure out what I'm going to do moving forward. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is cool stuff. Heck yeah, man. All right. So we got 14 total winners here. Or possible winners, I should say. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and generate four of them. Let's see. Winner number one is Ragnar. Winner number two is Leet User. Uh, winner number three is, I'm going to say this wrong, Ambito. Ambito Corporate Designs. Uh, and then Sunnyside Reapers is the final winner. Hey. <laughs> awesome. Uh, just, uh, I guess, message me your Star uh, Wallet. I'm not afraid to take a reward. <laughs> well, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's just the APR that we generate. We figured we just pull it together for tonight. Just to it out and, uh, it out. I was going to say, also, uh, don't forget to send whoever you send those to uh, the address as well, because I'm also going to send them a baddie as a, as a winner. And I, I'll post the rudimentary way of how this was picked. On the squad Discord. Awesome, thank you. Sweet. Go ahead and post that now. Yeah, it's not uh, it's not pretty or high tech, but it's fair, and that's the important part. <laughs> All right, cool. No, thanks everybody for uh, for joining on with us today. Um, we got a request to talk here. 
Hey, good evening. Oops. Good night. How's everybody doing? Good. Green, yeah, we got Corpus Green up here. What's up, buddy? Hey, I just want to say on uh, Ambito's behalf, thank you very much. He's actually right now busy in a board of directors meeting. But uh, on his behalf, uh, thank you very much for the prize. Not a problem. Just make sure, you know, get to a job this. Sweet. Well, yeah, no, thanks everybody for tuning in for, uh, you know, this was a, this was a long space. So this was a, thanks for turning on your uh, endurance ears to, uh, <laughs> to get going through this. Uh, it's nice to get these going back again. I'm sure I'm going to have these, uh, kind of going back to a semi regular schedule on these, uh, if time permits, you know, and we'll, we'll try to keep it a, a regular thing, do some, uh, kind of go back to the formula of, you know, introducing some newer projects that are out there, giving everybody a chance to talk about, uh, their stuff there. And then also to uh, we'll, we'll definitely have to do the uh, kind of corporate minded improve your life <laughs> uh, HR seminar <laughs> on one of the upcoming spaces here too as well. And yeah, Sunnyside, you got your hand up, man. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask. Uh, so for the the corporate, can you do a, a Reaper in a business suit? We were going to change it today, but we didn't have any art for it. <laughs> you know what? Um, yes, I'll I'll send you the application so you can uh, submit one to the uh, corporate corporate corporation incorporated if that's okay perfect uh, we're thinking science side corporation i think that's the name we're going with i would love to see that yes yeah we'll we'll have that live once we have an image for it we were going to do it tonight but we wanted to wait for the uh community vote to get over so on monday Heck yeah, heck yeah. If anybody wants to be a part of the corporation, you're welcome to submit an application. Um, I'll, 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 pin it, I'll pin it to the top of my uh, Twitter page so you guys can submit your applications. Anyone, Love anyone it. is welcome. Oh, and, and just uh, for, for anybody unfamiliar, can you, can you give us a brief, uh, the elevator pitch here? Uh, I'm, I'm, I got my boss in here, um, Terra Spaces, so I was told not to like say too much about it, but, um, yeah. How, how about you just follow me on Twitter if you haven't already, and then I'll pin it to the top of the, the Twitter page. It sounds like a plan. It sounds like a plan. Well, hey, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, we'll definitely have one of these again soon, and uh, have a good weekend, everybody. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Mugen's Friday Night Squad Space, featuring Stargaze Kingdoms, recorded on Friday, February third, two thousand twenty-three. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate. They show something like, yeah. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Blink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded
Try to get into the shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up, driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Spaces.